This episode is sponsored by The Farm Drinkery. Best dive bar in the corner of a strip center on Champions Forest Drive in Luetta in Spring, Texas. 22 local beers on tap and world-famous wings. Come for the great atmosphere, stay for the free high five. Use the code BEERNERD20 to get 20% off your bill. I wanna know what you're thinking. What is it? There are some things you can't hide. I wanna know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Front Row Negative, the podcast. We are back again. This time, we are going to hit our final week of the Halloween bracket contest. Going to get it done. Finish it all out because I'm tired of counting. I'm tired of the points, and I am have a big pile of prizes that I need to get out. I'm Aaron, and I'm joined by the ghost host with the most. Chris. Your boy Chris. Hey, boy less Chris. complaining, more more hosting, sir. Okay. More hosting. Yeah. I less I, whiny, whiny. More. I, let's let's get down to business. I well, I mean, I paid the bill, so yeah, we've we've got. Hosting for another month, so it's, it's pretty good. It's oh pretty good. hell yeah! Yeah, pretty much. So this week we're joined by somewhat like a longtime friend from like the Nerf Two days. Uh, I remember his name coming up a few times from uh, Solane Chris. I mean, uh, Solane Steve, not Chris is <laughs> That that's going to get me blacklisted from the Nerf Two already. Oh man! But from Steve and Sully, uh, implied drama. They will come up. I know I would see him pop up in the when they would do the San Diego Comic Con meetups, which I was never a part of because I'm broke. But still, uh, finally, we're meeting just because we've both got podcasts on the same kind of family across streams media. And I'll plug that later on at the end of the episode. So we've got Alexander, a.k.a. DeLorean Wolfgang with us from Secondary Heroes. How you That's doing, right. Hi there, y'all. Hey, it's welcome, good to be welcome. here, man. I'm very excited about this bracket that uh, you guys have set up in front of me. This is uh, yes. pretty wild. And you bring me on for the final four. Yeah. The final controversy, four wild. We, controversy creates cash here, Alexander. It does. I guess so, because I'm kind of surprised at this final four at this <laughs> point. But I get that we're not at that point yet. We could get not there yet. in a little bit. <laughs> not yet. But but I do have to throw out an apology because apparently I made a mistake last week's episode where I said that one person challenged one of the standings and he I, I mentioned the wrong movie. Oh and so I got and so and so in our group chat I got an angry response from somebody who was participating in the bracket system for uh i guess getting his movie incorrect um i forget which movie you mentioned so i'm going to get it incorrect again <laughs> because i don't want to go back and look at it shining? i don't remember what clay said but anyways clay oh. i'm sorry but as i'm as i'm adding up points right now you're in third place so suck it up buttercup maybe you might win tonight i don't know maybe oh wow maybe i don't know <laughs> Your but, fate's in Aaron's hands. Not, no, it's not my hands. Uh, it's the points. No, and true. so far, because I've gone through, we've, we've had six entrants, and I've gone through three of them. No, four of them. And 
James is so far taking the lead with all of his guests, with all of his guests. Oh, wow. And James was the very first person brought in for the OG segment. And so, yeah, he's killing it with the points. Coming on strong, man. So, Clay, I apologize, but I'm not going to apologize if you don't win. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, sorry. not sorry. He's going to throw some, like, bang energy drink in my face the next time he sees me. No, I'm the one you who get a, a, a <laughs> can of getting... beer in the back of the head. At the, con- the dude's at the getting a shout-out on the podcast. Uh, that should yeah. be good enough right there, right? Yeah, we're one-to-one, man. Come on. It should be. come out by the time of the concert. Oh, oh, that's right. This will be after the concert, so he can't physically hurt us yet. That's right. But he's he's also a wrestler in training, too. And suplexes are coming. Suplexes are coming. Well, the funny thing is, my neighbor... (laughs) So, I just got a new neighbor, and Uh my new neighbor is in the wrestling circuit, and the guy that he trains with is Ray Mysterio Jr. all the time because we're out here in San Diego. Yeah. So I think that was pretty cool. I'm like, well, dude, next time you have a party, invite yeah. me over. I'd love to meet Ray Mysterio yeah. Jr. Yeah, you, yeah, but you're gonna have to look down because you're like six three and he's like five one. So That's you're gonna okay. like tower I'll pick over him, him up. I'll say, hey dude buddy, how are you to him? Well, you know, hey, hold on a second. You live next door to a wrestler in training or like somebody who's actually out yeah. wrestling wrestling. He's out wrestling, wrestling, but on like a smaller circuit. He's on the What's smaller circuits right now. Uh, I don't Top know. Top secret. Yeah. Top let's secret. let's leave it secret at this point. Okay. <laughs> that, that's yeah. fine. I'll really just say guy. this. Hey, I'll just say this. Whenever he meets Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio will be a life size wrestling buddy for him, just because of height. Oh god, those toys, man. <laughs> those were so fun. They were. They were awesome. And then you know, then you get in trouble for making all that noise in the house. There was a oh. meme that I saw like two days ago of like <laughs> what what your parents think you're doing upstairs and what you're actually doing. And it's like all this thudding <laughs> around and stuff like that. And it's you're wrestling around with your wrestle buddy. <laughs> the, the years between 12 and 14 years of age is the years of complete and total uncertainty. Is he, <laughs> is he still innocent? Or... Very, very long shower. No, 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 it'd be better. Like, today. It'd be better if you hear a girl's, you know, voice coming from the room and then your mom comes in, you're like, no, mom, it's a tag team match. On the other <laughs> oh, side, you have the wait, Legion of Doom what? wrestling buddies. <laughs> you have the Legion of Doom wrestling buddies on the other side of the room. I thought the implication was, wait, he's 14 and you're tag teaming? What is going on in my son's room? Open doors! No closed doors <laughs> in my oh, house. No closed doors. I have a daughter. No, no closed doors. If I had a son, go. I might look at it a little differently. Well, I have a daughter. Do- I have a daughter too, and um, no boyfriends. No Just boy- straight up, no boyfriends. No, no boyfriends and all shotguns. No, no. How old's uh, your daughter? I- she is ten. Okay, I've got a one-year-old, so oh, I've got a 10. long way to go. Wow. Damn. Yeah. But it's great. Nice, Sonia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be in jail when she first starts to date just because I was uh... thinking the same thing for me, dude. No joke. Oh my gosh. I'm always nervous. Have I'm not gonna seen, do well like, in jail. Have you seen 16-year-old boys nowadays? And like they're getting progressively dumber. So like by the time your daughter's 16, you know what I mean? Like Oh, I know this... what you mean, man. Idi- yeah, like idiocracy at its finest. Man. Yeah, how and how are you gonna make your car or truck louder like a fast and furious Vin Diesel piece of shit if it's flying and it's a you know <laughs> well the like, bumper's flying off the uh, you can't you can't put a, a manifold system on a Jetsons car it's just you know <laughs> I mean that's Wait, not there's nothing intimidating about that are you are you thinking we're gonna have flying cars in the next 10 years yeah 
<laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was just checking, man. Hey, hey, this is saying. advanced society <laughs> of smart, hey, forward-thinking hey, hey. people. Hey, hey. There's Alexander, no way it could go wrong. Alexander, the hey, car behind you proved that it could fly. Just that saying. old thing. Ah, come on. Now. Hey, where we're going, <laughs> we don't need, we don't need roads. roads. <laughs> uh, I don't have the glasses to flip down. It'd be even That's better. What a poser! Ah, give me that uh, car. You I don't know. need it. I should yeah. sell it. You should. So they kind of, so they kind of start off the show since you were just <laughs> talking. So the, oh, so I see the DeLorean. The nickname's DeLorean. It has to be Back to the Future. Like, what was the 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 I guess the mindset to get an actual DeLorean car because they're uh, already, because they're already super rare to find. Yeah. But to restore it, put it together, put all that time and effort into it. Like what's the story behind that? Cause so, that's a beautiful car. Thank you very much. And it's in great shape. Uh, I actually bought it in great shape. I bought it fully running full. Everything mm-hmm. works fine. So oh, I got man. real lucky. Surprisingly, the dude who was selling it lived like maybe, three miles from my house what? <laughs> and no joke man i found it on craigslist <laughs> <laughs> remember that i feel like nobody talks about craigslist anymore wow. but the, was there the a dead reason... hooker in the trunk the trunk the trunk's in the front no no no, no dead this, well, this was a strictly a monetary uh transaction just... yeah so what what it was crazy <laughs> thing i was watching this documentary and you guys may have seen it. it's called game over yes and it was oh, yeah. yeah where you got at the time I didn't know who he was, uh, but it was the author of uh, Ernest Ready Klein. Player He's the author of Ready Player One and Ready Player Two. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love those books. I love Ernest Klein. I think that he's great. I think he's a great writer. I love everything that he's put out so far. Yes. Um, but I didn't know who he was when I was searching for DeLoreans, or I, I'm sorry, when I watched this documentary. I watched this documentary not knowing uh-huh. who he was. This guy has a DeLorean and he was yeah. driving it across country. And I'm yes. watching this documentary, watching this guy. I'm going, if this nerd could own a DeLorean, I could too. Uh-huh. And like, that was the first thing to pop to my head, opened up my laptop and I just started searching and I found this one. I mm-hmm. test drove it twice and I was like, you know what? I'm sold. I want this thing. It's turning heads. I got to buy it. <laughs> the wife and I literally thought you were about to tell us that you bought Ernest Klein's car when he drove it across country. Yeah, you're like, too. oh my god, he lives three miles down the road. Man. Have you heard about? <laughs> so he had two DeLoreans, he gave and one he away. he gave one of them away. The other what? one he still has in his yeah. So he did this contest. If you have the book of Ready Player One, there's certain little niches like kicked out of certain letters and certain words, and if you put them all together, it creates like a whole series of words and sentences and then you put it all together then you go on to this website and then you figure out the clues he made a full like puzzle and whoever yeah. figured out that puzzle won the delorean so yeah grief yeah he act there's if you go on to his youtube page i think it's still up uh he actually has a video of him giving the keys to the guy who won the contest Yep. Man, straight out of the book right there. That's crazy. Amazing. It was absolutely incredible, man. I you wish know, I would have I wouldn't have read it because I'm not I'm not a reader. I'm not a very <laughs> not a smart man, but I know love. <laughs> so wait, wait, so, wait, so did you read the Ready Player One or no? Yes. Well, I, I did the audiobook. Okay. <laughs> I did audiobook of Ready Player One and Two and his other book, Armada, which is also really good. I like yeah, that the action uh... was really fast in that one. 
Armada to me seemed like the official sequel to Ready Player One. It felt more of a sequel than what than what Ready Player Two was. I was I was a little disappointed in Ready Player Two, but I haven't read Ready Player Two yet. But uh, I loved Ready Player One. Um, Armada, I felt it was a great Last Starfighter remake. Yeah, for a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also felt like King of the Nerds from Ready Player One had a kid, and this is the sequel. So, see, oh my god, that's so much better. So, oh, I feel bad for whatever. Here's my problem: is because I did the audiobooks, it was Will Wheaton's voice, that, <laughs> that, and yeah, honestly, like, oh, it just like I like Will Wheaton. I yeah. just really don't want to listen to him for 15 hours straight. <laughs> That's I don't the think problem. Will Wheaton wants to hear Will Wheaton for 15 hours straight. <laughs> yeah. So, so you've seen the movie, you've read the book. Oh yeah. Uh, which one did you like better, the movie or the book? The book. Oh the book? god, by far. Uh, here's the thing. I look at them as two separate entities. Like these, these mm-hmm. are not. I mean, they're so different. Yes. They're, they, yeah. yeah they they've got a similar goal. Mm-hmm. But they're so incredibly different. Like I still, I'll watch the for the movie. I'll watch that scene of the car, the the race scene. Yeah, I could watch that a million times. I still watch yeah. it like on YouTube. I'll put it on from time to time. I mean, that scene alone with the sound design, the visuals, mm-hmm. everything about it, the DeLorean, oh, everything yeah. is like gorgeous and perfect and beautiful. Now. I now the book definitely didn't follow those at all, which no. I didn't mind. I actually really enjoyed the way the book went because that was a little more drawn out and whatnot. And yeah, really good. So, so yeah, I I like them both. It's just like I said, two different yeah. two different things. Okay, and then well, here's definitely. one question then: What's one thing from the book that you wish was in the movie that was not in the movie? Oh man. Okay, so the first in the book, the first. <laughs> Uh, the first, uh, come on, give me the, the, the challenge. The first challenge where you're, uh, playing oh, the, cave. Joust. the cave, yes, the cave, going yeah. through the cave and yes. then playing joust against yes. the demi, uh, demi Gorgon. I almost called it demi Gorgon. My god, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wonder, probably, if, I, well. I wonder yeah. if I like Stranger Things. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I would love to. I get that in movie form that mm-hmm. wouldn't convey. The same way, just having two people sitting there playing a video game, an arcade machine. But come on, man. Movie magic, you can make this look good. Look what they did with the final scene in the movie anyways, where they played Atari. That is is true. But I don't think they own a cave adventure movie, or I don't think Warner Brothers owns a cave adventure movie that they could spoof off of for that first challenge. Indiana Jones, man. Oh, Are you kidding me? That's Universal, isn't it? (laughs) That doesn't matter. <laughs> same okay. with okay. Same, hold on. Same with uh Back to the Future is a universal property. That is true. That is true. I I'll, yeah. I'll give you points for that. Yeah. Um, I'll, hey, I'll soak up any points I can get, my friend. Uh my, my thing, and I've said this before, I've said this before. <laughs> my thing, and I wish I would have done it, was instead of having the Gundam in there, you have Ultraman. Because I wanted to see Ultraman versus Mechagodzilla. So they couldn't get the rights to Ultraman. No. That- they could have. What? Hold Subarai. on. I kept hearing they couldn't. No, Subarai said that he was fine with it. Nobody approached him. They approached the American company that represented the Ultraman releases instead of going to Japan to get the right person. They oh, said that's they, dumb. 
They said they were. <laughs> they said they would be fine with having Ultraman in the movie. That's upsetting. What a whiff. That's that's actually quite upsetting. Swing and a miss. It is because I mean, when you, and here's the thing: it's like it, the movie wasn't great. It was, excuse me, it was fun. Yes. And it was a Spielberg movie. I mean, it so was. what what he was doing was revolutionary with everybody actually wearing uh VR goggles while yeah. they were filming because they wanted to put them in those scenes, which I thought was great. It just didn't convey very well on the screen. To- <laughs> it didn't convey totally. It didn't. Yeah. So But having Ultraman, basically every kaiju fan's dream is to have the crossovers that that we haven't got yet. We have Gamera we have Godzilla, we have Ultraman, and we have all the other smaller ones like Red Baron, uh, Polgasauri, uh, Damagen, all those. And they've never crossed over. The, the closest we've gotten is Kong versus Godzilla. But, I mean, that was done back in the, the 60s. You know, Oh, that was nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nipples but, in that movie. But, but to have had Ultraman versus Mechagodzilla, just like in the book, that would have made every kaiju fan pop their head because yeah. of that and it didn't happen and, and that's the happen. crazy part is it was so close like i yes it was so close it's so close yeah oh yeah so um but man are, is this a ready player one podcast is that no 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 <laughs> i mean you've got the delorean there all you gotta do is throw a ghostbusters decal on the side oh that's and, not and, happening uh, no, sir. It's not happening. No, sir. <laughs> no, I, I actually, I just, I really like the design of the DeLorean mm-hmm. alone. Like without the Back to the Future crap all over it. Like I yeah. love the Back to the Future movies. God, if I showed you my collection of Back to the Future stuff, it would probably blow your mind. But mm-hmm. the car alone, as a 1980s car, yeah, it's I mean, iconic. Yeah, it's so iconic. Yeah, if you throw the Back to the Future stuff on there, it looks, it looks even more iconic. But you know yes. what? To me this is excellent and i like it the way that it is and i don't have forty thousand dollars to do that conversion so i'll leave it as is you know i wanted to add a side note it's interesting i've always wanted a delorean and one day when i was a teenager or it must have been right after high school anyway there's a there's a, a mall that wasn't too far from where i lived uh and when you would drive past it on the on the tollway if you took the right the, the correct exit there was a delorean factory uh, outlet warehouse thing right by my house that they literally had you could go in and order parts or just go buy a DeLorean that was all put together. It's still there. It's still there? It's still oh there, yeah, yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Oh, so man. there's two factories, right? Or not factories, but there's two warehouses. Yeah. One's in Houston and one's yeah. in uh, Huntington Beach. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. There, there's, yeah. the, there's a documentary on I think AMC where they're doing the DeLorean that they're looking for the Back to the Future uh, DeLorean props, the actual movie used ones, and yeah. they came to Houston. Christopher Lloyd and the host came to Houston. Oh, what? is that that Paramount yeah. show? Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch so it if because full gear. We're filming over there. Oh, <laughs> oh maybe. Yeah, I, I heard I mean, really it's... bad things about that show, so I was like, I don't want it to ruin. No, anything it's Back to the Future. For it's me. if you it, okay, if you're not a fan of Back to the Future, but you like Christopher Lloyd. It's a fun show. If right. you're a big fan of Back to the Future, you're not going to like it. <laughs> you're not. And gonna that's like the problem. It. Yeah, I, I actually listened to uh, uh, Back to the Future podcast, and they were going. They were talking about how a lot of the stuff that they did was like they kind of 
faked it. Yeah. Like that show was faked, which sucks, man. Oh, that bothered me. Like the, the whole thing of like them going to Orlando and going to Universal Studios Orlando, where they have like one of the cars over there. What they yeah. did was they took that car and brought it to LA and they shot everything in LA and just said, Oh, hey, we're here in Orlando. Yeah. When what? they're because the train's yeah. in Orlando. Yeah, the train's in Orlando. Yeah. Link sauce, man. I know. So right once I heard like a lot of like things where they were faking a lot of the stuff, I was like, there's no reason for me to even watch this. I know enough about Back to the Future and the backstories. Oh wow. Yeah. I think all the I think all the super fans do just because it's such an iconic movie and everything. So, oh for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, that if you watch that show, if you're not a fan of Back to the Future or you're like a semi fan, you'll watch it if it's on TV. Yeah, you'll probably enjoy it. But if you're like a super fan or like a like a you watch the movie yearly or even uh, seasonally, you're not going to like it. You're going to well, be like, that's BS. And that's the thing. If I didn't have to sign up for Paramount TV, like I'm mm-hmm. not going to I'm not going to buy a subscription <laughs> just to watch one show, you know, that <laughs> so you can watch clips of on YouTube. Oh, free. totally. Well, exactly. well, I mean. We bought the, I mean, Chris, we have the Peacock Network mainly for WWE, so we can't really complain. Yeah, but that's weekly, man. That's weekly. That's true. And you've got the backlog. They also have the backlog on there, so you can go on forever for that stuff. They're still editing and bringing up the backlog. And and by me, my editing, uh, the Attitude (gasps) Era is slowly getting small censored. Revisionist history. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. So, so I I was a wrestling fan in Raw's wartime. Yes. That's when I was oh, around. Yeah, man. I got out of it, I think, when like Degeneration X split up and and mm-hmm. NWO got almost too big. Yeah, where it was like almost? <laughs> oh, well, I'm saying I got out of it before it almost got too big because it <laughs> exploded and I was like, well, this is just silly at this point. It got it got, oh, it got yeah. the shark. It kind of jumped the shark when I joined the NWO. I was in there for like six weeks. So, <laughs> Diesel. Oh, God, dude. I'm sure I've got an NWO shirt somewhere back here, too, that uh, I was a member. Yeah. My wife is showing you my new Kevin Nash figure. I, I got this today at Target. Uh, it's from the WWE Elite Legends line, and I've been trying to Ooh. hunt it down. And uh, welcome to the Chris is Talking About Toys podcast. If you, look at the, <laughs> if you look at his legs, there's two different versions. There's one with these tassel things molded on the side. Without these little silver um, implied little metal pieces. Nice. There's two different ones. And, and people, some people are trying to say it's a chase. It's like, no, it's not a chase. It's a running change. And blah, 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 blah. But look how gangster this white man is. I know this is <laughs> not for the people listening. Kevin Mike. Nash was one of my favorites. Dude, when yes. him and Shawn Michaels were tag team, dude, that was. The dudes with attitudes. Oh, so rad. Yeah. Love man. It. He should watch AEW. I, Kevin Nash is doing a lot of autograph signings, and being I'm a big turtle fan, they have all the new NECA turtle stuff that's been coming <gasps> out recently. Which is this is my NECA turtles right above me right now. I got them all. <laughs> I love them. Listen, I am split right now. Like uh, we have two places we you know we're, we're we're bouncing between houses, our house and my mom's house or whatever because we just mm-hmm. you know we like we love our family you know go figure. But of course. we have too much shit. We can't fit it all in one <laughs> house. So like. All my all my Ninja Troll stuff is at my mom's house, and I've got the the Super Shredder NECA figure. I'm afraid to open anything I have that's made by NECA because they're all going to break if I open them. Yeah, they're ah, I don't want to have to be fragile. Here, man. 
I don't want to boil. I don't want to boil all my all my. I know that's that. So I've got the entire collection of the Back to the Future NECA over there. I've got my entire uh, Turtles collection of NECA, but I'm an out of the box type of collector. So like, I I love, dude. I love them. I like. You can always turn the. These oh, I have that in the box. I have it in the box. Okay, so what? What he's showing is the uh, coming out of the shell tour, Mikey. Oh, dude. Right next to my VHS copy of coming out of the shells tour. Oh, like, you have it on tape? Oh, dude, of VHS. course. Oh my VHS. god. I, I saw them. It, I saw that tour at the Southern Star Amphitheater at Astroworld when I was a kid. Dude, get that I, digitized and send it to my husband. Please. I, I saw you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. Oh, can you? Oh, sweet. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I oh, I'll put it on DVD for you then. I went yeah. through a long Oh man! I, look what Aaron, oh, look what I, that for one's me. sitting over here too. <laughs> yeah, I score. I found that one for him at a uh, Target. So yeah, right now, Houston, Chris is showing his uh, Turtles in Disguise Nick a four pack. Yeah, from the uh, the animated uh, line. Uh, yeah, it's, Houston is is smattered with uh, flippers and and, and statues, man. Do you have oh, what geez. we found in Beaumont? Uh, in Come Beaumont. out to California. Yeah. It's yeah, it's what not we found in Beaumont. Fun. But we 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 definitely plan to so next have. year for an event. Oh no, there won't. So are you? Talking San Diego. No, Comic-Con not San Diego. But we're talking about a PowerCon possibly next year. The, uh, is that in LA? It's close to the Disneyland. It's like Crusher from oh. Disneyland. So that's, yeah, like Anaheim. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. yeah we're, that's we're like not far idea. from me at all. Dude, okay. So next year's gonna you be live in California. Too. So to go into your bathroom and take a shit, does that cost you 80 bucks? Because it seems like everything Practical. in California is expensive. Like, it, well, um, right now it expensive. definitely is. Right yeah, so we just got a water bill that was like over two hundred dollars, and we're like, "What <gasps> is this? what? Wow, yeah. wow!" So, man, can, can we price it like three days at Disneyland was one week at Disney World? Yeah, for us to go to Disneyland, it was like seven thousand dollars for like three days. That's hotel, flight, tickets, oh, yada yada. Yeah, They're like man, f the you what? Know fuck that! <laughs> for the same money, I can we go to Disney World for eight fucking days i'll give it dude i'll give you a little tip go to disney world every time because disneyland yeah yeah, it's great that it's the original it's great that it's there it's so small i so last time i went i oh and it doesn't have epcot it doesn't have anything else it's literally just one park now don't get me wrong like it is great it's the original but it's not as good i still find i and here's the thing. I'm a Florida boy. So maybe that's what it is. I'm a Florida yeah. boy living in California. So everybody out here is like, oh, Disneyland's the best. I'm like, you've never even been to Orlando. Yeah, How would you, you even know, me? man? That's true. I went to Disneyland when I was 12. And, <clears throat> uh, you know, I barely remember it because it was just like my parents paid for it. And I just went and I was like, I didn't appreciate anything. I was oh, like, I want food and I want toys, you know. But like, yeah. are you kidding? There's We got that price. We're like, nope. I'm sorry. We'll just wait until they put Avengers Academy in Florida. There's no way I'm paying that kind of money. They're not going to do that because of uh, Universal. Well, whatever. It, it's all good. <laughs> whatever. The mouse. The we mouse has the money. The we mouse. Get all the guardians. The stuff. mouse has the money. Eventually, he will own us. There will be a uh, a Chris Cinematic Universe about 18 movies about me. Because <laughs> it's not the NWO, Chris. You're not going to get in there. Speaking was... of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> have you guys seen the? That Deadpool is now being announced coming into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
No, I did not. When no, was that? I just when was that got the, this breaking news. <laughs> no, I did not get that. Yeah, see, uh, it's called Deadpool Kills the Marvel Cinematic it? Universe. Oh, that's this a is... comic. No, it's on Disney Plus. Wait, what? What? I'm showing you the picture right now. Whoa! Yeah, I'm pulling out Disney Plus. Holy crap! What, what, is there a date for that? Uh, it says original series streaming 2022. Holy my friends, shit. I should have broke this on my own podcast. That's right. Check us out on Secondary Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, good segue in. Good segue in. <laughs> so you are a part of a podcast, Secondary Heroes. So how did that come about? Like, how did you how did you start that? Like, how did, what's the origin story? So the funny thing about Secondary Heroes is that it started. This will sound silly, but it started on playing Fortnite. me that me, is silly prog trevor and our buddy josh lopez we all played Fortnite together and we played for hours mm-hmm. uh, we played enough to where my wife got like kind of pissed so <laughs> so we were like you know what we talked so much why don't we just record this stuff mm-hmm. uh, from then on we started recording episodes we talked to uh, our good buddy chris sully he gave us some pointers because i mean he's been He's kind of the the podcast godfather at this point. So yeah. if you need anything, you go to him. You kiss his rings, and then yes, all that. <laughs> uh, and so he got us. He uh he actually gave us some amazing pointers, and mm-hmm. we pretty much started from there. And no joke, That's man. Awesome. Within within our first year of mm-hmm. being a podcast, we had a panel at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, I mean, we did, we actually did a lot of stuff and then COVID happened and we started a whole artist alley series. So we got to talk to a lot of like artists from the DC universe, from Marvel guys who are still in the industry today and guys who have already like are out of the industry. Yeah. Uh, It's pretty incredible. Just what this podcast has brought. Um, I'll just say we were actually just on a game show for game show network too. So what? Yeah, that is we were crazy. Yeah, but awesome. I can't. I'm not gonna. I I can't say much else than I guess that. So, okay. Yeah, but well, it I'll was tell you, man. If you ever, uh, if you ever want to get a uh, Marvel artist on your podcast, you can talk to me because I don't often tout this or anything. But I, know. I do. Uh, I do work for them in a capacity where I work on the trading cards, like the sketches and stuff. Look at that, stuff. dude! That's yep. awesome. Yeah, this yep. is stuff I can't post on the internet. So if you're listening to, if you're one of our 17 listeners, like I'm showing off something that I'm not supposed to be because I'm a rumble like that. But, well, yeah. just don't describe it. That is a that is a great banshee from X Men. Yeah, it's a. Oh, complete... that was banshee. <laughs> that was banshee. Yeah, it is the uh, it is the ex uh, ex Scotland card line. It's all Scottish Marvel heroes. So it's Siren and Banshee has a whole trading card set, 372 <laughs> cards. Plus the checklist, all the chases, the relic cards. We have pieces of Banshee's, uh, his cape. Yeah. Uh, if you send in your redeemer, you can be a whistle, so you can sound like Banshee. It's a whole thing. Hey, hey don't forget Breaking to tell him about news. the hologram. Don't, don't forget to tell him about that black Tom Cassidy hologram. Yeah, man. Hey, it's you know, it's all black. It's hard to see. It's it's it's, yeah. it's kind of bad marketing, really. Uh, I told them not to do it, but they didn't listen to me. It's like those aliens from Attack the Block. Oh man, that's such a good movie. Very it underrated. Is. It is. Sorry. Anyway. It is very underrated. It is a good movie. Watched the other night. It's a good movie, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it, Mike? It has a bruv. Come on, bruv. Bro, come on, bruv. <laughs> oh, oh wait. God. I have heard of this movie. 
Yes, yeah, man. It's, it's got John Boyega in it. Yeah. It's John yes, Boyega's it's first John movie. Boyega. Yeah. And, and the, doctor, the female doctor. And the female doctor's in it, too. Is that because the Colts did it? Well, no, I saw it way before then, but uh, Colt 45 did a cover on it because during the October, they cover all the uh, black-led, African-American-led horror movies they cover on their podcast. Cool. Yeah. But, no, it's it's really, really good. I'm sorry. So good. Would they be considered African-American if they live in England? Hey, let's Bro. get into race, guys. You're right. <laughs> well, I didn't even think about that. I'm so, I'm so accustomed to saying African-American in the attempt to not come off as weird because if you say anything that's not <laughs> accepted by... The subject. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, no, I mean, dude, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm just, I would never say anything other than that. It just didn't occur to me that they're all in England. It's never, I wouldn't even have thought about that. Brof, brof. Brof, right over the head, brof. That's right, brof. It's a good don't movie, talk, though. If you haven't seen it, it's, if you haven't seen it, it's really good. Uh, I so recently good. watched it because of Colt 45. I've always wanted to see that movie, but for streaming services, it was hard to find because it's only yeah. certain things. And because of our Hulu trade, that we have going on. I was able to watch it on Hulu. Nice. So, True story. Is it yeah. Hulu for New Japan? I Hulu believe for New Japan. that is correct, yes. So Hulu how did New you Japan. get hooked up with the Colt 45 guys? I don't know if this is a story that's already been told, <laughs> but but I actually randomly uh, came across their podcast uh-huh. maybe about a year ago. And so I started listening, and they're like really good. And I was yeah. like, damn. And then I saw that you guys had connections with them. I'm like, this is insane, man. <laughs> So uh, I used to work for a cult, for a comic palooza. I used to work for them, uh, and I ran their sports hall or sports area uh, for uh, many years. Uh, then one year, whenever uh, Houston first bought uh, Comic Palooza out, they did away with sports. They used a Hurricane Harvey as an excuse to get rid of sports. Which hey, my that's fine. I need my first job needed somewhere to go. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, whatever. My second job but got still, out. so but still, they didn't want they didn't want to lose me, but they didn't have a spot for me. So I ended up becoming like the podcast, like programmer slash scheduler, all of that. And oh, I was wow. putting all okay. the podcasts together. So my first year in, when they did the call for entries for podcasts who want to be a part of Comic Palooza, send in your email, send it in with this information, with this, with the link, and all of that. We got, I got 65 entrants in or 65 uh, entries in. Nice. And I went through and listened to three episodes of every podcast. Oh my God. I listened to their. You sent me one or two. Yeah, I sent you one or two of the 65. Uh, Because Bacon, (laughs) at the time, at the time, Bacon was my assistant before she met Chris. She was my assistant for Comic Palooza. Wow. So. Um, I listened to three episodes of every podcast. I listened to their very first one. I listened to the last year's episode before Comic Palooza, and I listened to last year's episode bef- after Comic Palooza because I wanted to see if they were going to, you know, talk trash or be honest. I, I want, I wanted to, I wanted to hear. And depending on viewership and depending on other things and entertainment quality, I scheduled accordingly per podcast. We had two areas. We had an area on the floor where they could record on the floor in the middle of the action and the uh, the vendor aisle. Or uh, I could put them in the private room upstairs where it's very quiet and they can record up there and with the quiet, with the quietness and everything. Um, and, I, and, I, and I don't want to say because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Um, but 
I scheduled things a certain way because of uh, viewership, fandom, followers, and just overall entertainment like quality. I also scheduled it depending on if they were cool to deal with or if they were a bunch of assholes. Because some of them, some <laughs> of them sense. were yeah. very yeah. self-entitled. They thought that because their Facebook page had over 50 people following them, oh that they God. were entitled to the same amount of, you know, standards as somebody with like, you know, a couple thousand followers. They had that mentality. Wow. So, Colt 45, uh, they were in the private room getting set up on the first day on Friday to do their thing. Uh, I forget what part of the day this was. It wasn't, they weren't the first ones. They were like midday. And so I'm, I'm going up there and yeah, hanging I, out. I did their thing. Uh, I'm going in there hanging up, waiting for them to set up and all that. And at the time, I didn't have my Compluza shirt on because I had, because I used to wear a, like a Dickies work shirt with the Compluza logo on it. I took that off and I'm just sitting there and I'm looking and I, and I look like a fan. So they come in, uh, Brandon and Randy come in and they're talking with somebody else. And I'm listening to the I'm listening to them talk, and they're all just talking crap about me right in front of me, but they don't know who I am. No way! Oh my god! So, and I'm listening to this. Oh. And so, no. I get up and I, you know, after they're <laughs> like after they're like you know at least like a good Holy four crap. minutes into their trash talk. Wait, I this is up, the Colt Forty Five guys? Yeah. Oh my god! So I get up and I walk over toward them, and they're like, "Hey, man, the show doesn't start for this time." And so I say, "That's like, yeah, I know. I scheduled you. I'm Aaron." And oh. everybody stopped talking. Ooh. The other, the other two podcast shows that were there for support <laughs> left the room. They walked out. Randy walked to the other side of the table and act like he was putting wires like set up. Oh, and Brandon just kind of stood there. And Brandon was like, "Hey, man, uh, I'm sorry." He, he's about to say he was sorry, but he's like, "No, nah, no, nah, I meant what I said." And I said, "Hey, at least you're honest." No, way. at least you're wow. honest. Wow. And we had a good, and we've had a good rapport since then. We've we've had a really good rapport since then. I can joke with him; he can joke back. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I waited for them to, to get in the middle of their trash talk, and then as soon as I got oh, up, myself, everybody left except for Brand, except for Colt Forty Five. Uncomfortable. But it was for it was for them. It was for them. Wow. And I, like I said, I talked to Brandon. I talk, I, I talk to him all the time now. Like I talk to him at least once or twice a week. Uh, we ch we text back and forth about stuff. He's a funny guy. You know, he, he's fun. Like we're good friends. We've even had him on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, but that was the first time I've met him. But since then, I've always you know promoted the show. I've always shared it. I've always said, hey, give this a listen because it's funny. I even got Chris involved uh, into listening to the show too because it's just entertaining as hell. It it's is, funny. man. Yeah. yeah, the keychain right behind you. Oh, but, there. Uh, their uh, their Matrix episode was so fun. I totally enjoyed that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Oh no, the Rocky when they did Rocky four when they did Rocky four episode. Holy crap, is that hilarious? That is so damn funny. You know, I was so nervous when to talk to him because I I feel like whenever I listen to the show, it's kind of like when you watch Dave Chappelle on, on stage and he's you know saying whatever he's saying about you know stuff that you'd have no idea about but you laugh at anyway. You're like ha ha. Ooh, am I supposed to laugh at that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I don't know if I should be laughing at this. And that's why I told him I was like, hey, I, you know, you guys say some stuff that just, you know, I don't think I should be laughing at, but I still find very funny. And he just kind of yeah. laughed it off. It was like, you know, because just you know, you get the inside baseball, man. It's, well, it's, it's, well, if you, if you go back and if you go back and listen to our episode that we had Brandon on, um, he mentions a title that they're going to cover 
the next week of a movie. Me and Chris can't say that title, but Brandon yeah, can. No. <laughs> oh, it's one of those titles. Yeah. So, it was, so, it was so, the boss movie, right? It was the boss movie. So when, yeah. so when Brandon says Whoops. the title, we're, we're like, we're Brandon, Brandon, we can't say that word. So let's just call it Boss N. He goes, okay, oh, oh, I get you, I get oh, you, I get you. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, so wow. uncomfortable. But, but you know, I've been friends with Brandon for a few years now. Yeah, great guy. The show is hilarious. It's oh, it's always so funny. Uh, and uh, yeah, I met him under the most strangest of the circumstances that if anybody else, I think, would have met him that way, there might have been a fight at the, in that room. Wow. But, uh, you know, I, I can respect somebody who's honest versus yeah. somebody who, like the other people did, quietly just walk away to get it to leave the situation. <laughs> I mean, they're going to have to deal with me anyways because I'm running the show. I'm running that part of the Comic Palooza. But he was the only one that straight up said, yeah, I said that, you know, and I, ex- oh, I explained to him what's, what's going on, what's happening. Uh, he found out that I don't do podcasts, that I, that I ran the sports stuff. He was like, well, what the hell happened to them? Like, I told him what I think happened at the time. And he's like, Mood, and we talked. We've talked since then. Yeah, he's always been a great guy. Oh, that's cool, so. man. Yeah. And I wonder if you, um, I mean, from what you just explained it sounds like you yeah. listen to a lot of podcasts and i'm wondering if maybe you talk to uh the eight bit uh eight bit geek guys i did love uh, those guys i still I listen, listen to them today i listened to the eight bit geek guys uh they were part of a group weren't they i if, if i recall Not they were sure i think they had like three or four different shows i want to say under their eight bit geek yeah under the yeah, geek, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. actually funny thing is uh this halloween our our uh, trick or treat episode from Secondary Heroes is going to be published on Eight Bit Geek yeah. for their Halloween. Um, what is it called? Halloween Horror Fest or so- Horror something Fest? Like or that. So- yeah, yeah. Eight Bit Horror Fest. That's what it is. Hey, hey, I'm a part of something. But, but yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. I remember Eight Bit Geek only because they have like several different shows that were part of their umbrella, and because I had 65 entrants and only. Two only two of those entrants got not used completely due to really their wow. demand their demands being not not what was deliverable. Uh, I had to condense some podcasts, and sadly uh, for a big geek, and if they're listening, I apologize. I had to condense their all their shows into one show, <laughs> so you had like a host of each of their like flagship shows onto one panel or one show mm. to do a recording. And that wasn't spider or anything like that. That was just me trying to condense and include everyone uh, in a show in a reasonable time because there's only so many hours in the day for Comic Palooza, only so many hours of show time for the convention. And I wanted to make sure that everybody had at least be able to get somebody to come into the room or come into their audience to listen. I didn't want to schedule somebody with like, you know, 20 minutes before the show closes and everybody has to bootleg out. Right. And, you know, they have an empty audience chair sitting. So I tried to maximize people coming in and listening to them. I tried that. So nice. It was no, very it sounds tough. like you had a really cool job, though. Uh, well, I wish the pay was well, one cool. of our old school episodes. Was that comic quiz? It was. It definitely Good, was. Then, yeah. I remember we unboxed. Yeah. Yeah. We did our first unboxing videos there. Man. I... As we were closing. <laughs> as they were closing. <laughs> yeah, as we were closing, but they couldn't kick us out because we were staff. Yeah, they couldn't. 
And nice. Chris was a vendor. Abuse of power. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's how I met Colt, Colt Forty Five and a lot of other people too, because that's when I met um, the three BM guys. Oh, I met nice. uh, I met um, uh, Mulehorn Gaming or uh, yeah uh, Wade. I met Wade there. Uh, of course, Sully and Steve, uh, and several other people too. That that voice been really cool. Uh, but yeah, it was just that was a lot of stress, which I'm glad I'm no longer a part of because I don't want to deal with that anymore. <laughs> I don't want to deal with I'm that sure, anymore, man. Uh, I'm sure. I don't want to do that. So with that story wrapping up, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a long story. That wasn't anything, a long story. Man, only about 20 good. minutes. That's um, our format, man. We have yeah, no format. We have no format. Um, I do have to ask. How did you come up with secondary heroes? What's the name of the, like, where did the name come from? Wow. We actually, so <laughs> when we decided that we were going to do the podcast, we started just listing out. We probably had about 150 names all oh, written down. Oh yeah, dude. We, we Jeez. wanted to be as diligent as possible. So we went down each name. We mm-hmm. would check if that name had either a podcast okay. or a website or mm-hmm. a Facebook, Twitter, we went through every one of them, the ones that we really, really liked. I mean, so I would say out of, we would found our top 10 and we would find yeah. out, make sure that there was no, uh, there was no like websites and stuff like that. And somehow we were in the middle of playing, uh, Fortnite, and we kept coming in second place every time. Yeah, <laughs> and we were like, "God, man, we are definitely the secondary heroes tonight." And after one of us said that, all of a sudden it was like, "Ding!" That's awesome. I think that's the name. Let's give that a try. Let's feel that out. And no joke, man. There was no websites, nothing else out there for it, and we snagged it up. We we're like, "This is going to be us now," and that's that's where we're the secondary <laughs> heroes. Yeah, so it's pretty cool, man. It's it's fun. That's awesome. I, I told yeah. Aaron that one name our our podcast Pornhub, but he told me that was unavailable. Well, that's unavailable. Uh, that's what he says. I'm more of an ex hamster guy. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh man, that's a good one. Oh <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, at least we're not getting to rule thirty six. This is a hands on podcast, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, hey, as long as your lights are fleshy. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, if, if we were to name our podcast, uh, either one of those names, to be true to form, our, our episodes couldn't be more than maybe anywhere from three to 12 minutes. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think you're giving yourself more credit than what you deserve with that time limit, sir. Oh, are you kidding me? Look, okay. Okay, we're all we're all in our 40s, right? Uh, nope. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no, back when they man. had these things, they had these things called DVDs, right? Uh, and what it was is um, you would go down to your local, you know, newsstand. And you would purchase a four-hour DVD. Who yeah, needs so, four hours for that? Hey, Go see a doctor. That's fast forward a bunch. Fast, fast forward. forward. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you have one hand free. I mean, sure. I mean, there's, you know. Dude, what is this many... podcast? What are we doing? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out the punchline for Chris's joke. You guys just invited me into this. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out Chris's punchline for the joke, and I'm just like, I'm giving up. I'm drinking. So I'm just, I, no, I just saw an opportunity to, to derail everything, so I just took it. Oh, that, ahead, that was sorry. derailed, all right. Yeah, that was that was that was very derailed. <laughs> what the hell? Man, that's my format. Oh, format my format, format is I have no format. I, I yeah, format. That that's the <laughs> format format. So yeah, anyway, go ahead. 
Uh, I forgot. Yeah, yes. I, I was going to ask a question now because he is the guest. And now I forget what I was going to ask. And that has <laughs> thrown me off with, with, with your Pornhub podcast. Uh, it's funny, right? Come on. Come on. Well, where did you guys get your name? Front row negative. That's. Oh, good question. Uh, is this something that's been announced to people? Do they know? Do your listeners, your 14 valuable listeners, <laughs> You know, well, half of them were there when it was created. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I will say we've never explained the title or the name on the show. We've never That's explained it on the man. show. Ladies and gentlemen, another exclusive for you. I was waiting. I was waiting for a guest to finally ask where the name come from, where the Holy name came crap. from. Wow. Now we're going to be interviewed. Yeah. So where I, do, right. oh, do I need to pull up a picture? So, uh, Pornhub? I don't know. No, no, no the, our name did not come from Pornhub. Oh Stop. no, the babies. <laughs> babies have here. probably come from uh, Pornhub. They I don't know. I don't think babies come from Pornhub. Anyway. Oh no, where's Parker at? Oh, uh, hey man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so front row negative. I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you, Alexander. What it was is that we uh, <laughs> we we would watch wrestling together at Aaron's house uh, and. If you, you you say you checked out around the end of the Attitude Era into the uh, Ruthless Aggression Era, basically, when, when, with uh, wrestling? Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was Raw's War kind of guy. So okay. 99. So probably 99 was his like, final year. Yeah, 99, 2000 is roughly when I was kind of getting out of it. Okay, okay. Uh, fast forward to about eight years ago? Ten? I don't even know. No, no, no. Oh, 2014. 2014-2015. Okay. okay. We were watching, we've been watching pay-per-views at Aaron's house. It's just what we were doing. And he has a big screen TV. And I kept noticing this dude in the front row. And I was, because uh, you're on, he's on hard cam. And so I said, hey man, pause that. And he paused it. I said, who is this guy? <laughs> he looks like Peter Steele from Typo Negative. And he's always sitting at the front row with his Mom, mom, we to come to find out it was his mother, but we had our suspicions. It could have been his familiar. We had, we had, could have been we had lover, our we had our backstories that we all invented. I'm sending you pictures to send. Okay, yeah, we, we all have backstories. The internet's so much fun. Oh man, yeah, and it was just like <laughs> we were the first. I, I like to think we were the first ones to notice him, and so we're like we're going to call this group front row negative instead of typo negative because he's you know. He's our he's our white he's our white horse or whatever. So like, see that guy right there, <laughs> uh, right? Nice. Am, or am I am I kidding or am I not? That's that's no, Peter I Steel, get it right, right there. So you know, it just became a thing. I'll take this audio and I'll make a video with pictures that we can put up. There you okay. go. I sent I just sent you images of the guy. I've got them right now. Look at that. Oh and, my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then the internet exploded and was like, everyone was asking, "Who the hell is this guy?" Who is this dude? Like, what? There's so many questions and no answers. Yeah. Because you know, I don't know if you know how much a ringside seat is at a WWE pay per view. It's not cheap. And so, like, to be at all of them, what including are you Mania. doing? Including that, Mania. Including Mania. See, yeah. that always that always makes me think of the guy who's at every World Series game, and he always wears the Miami, <coughs> Miami, uh, whatever jersey. Doesn't yeah. matter who's playing in the World Series. He's front row <laughs> behind home plate wearing his Miami jersey. And now this guy is my new front row guy. 
Yeah, it's yeah. weird, right? Well, like, so well, it was a group it of questions. From, it was a group she of. She hasn't done it since 2020, though. Yeah. So yeah. it was Maybe this Kobe guy. There was a guy with a bright green smiley face T-shirt. Oh god! And there was a guy who wore <laughs> a uh, who wore a uh, uh, squared circle burger joint T-shirt, and they'd all sit in a row with like all next to each other at every pay per view, hard camera side for years, for years. Yeah. So. Like, like it, it, he became a joke to us. We're like, oh, hey, like, hey, there's front row negative there. Hey, front row negative sitting right there. He's right there. If we if we couldn't meet up to watch the pay per view, we're like, hey, FRNs, he's sitting onto the left side. He's sitting on the right side of the screen. We would, <laughs> we would send where, like status updates of where he's at. So, uh, Survivor Series gets planned for Houston. We've all got tickets, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, and I'm like, I'm going to make us shirts. I'm going to design and make us shirts. Of this guy that we can wear all weekend long in case we meet him. In case oh, we it meet happened. him. So, first he night He didn't wore... know that he was known as front row negative. No, he didn't know. Okay. He didn't know. Okay. So, I'm wearing my shirt the first night because they did because they did uh, four nights in a row for Survivor Series. Yeah, it's Friday Night SmackDown, NXT Saturday, Survivor Series Sunday, and then Raw Monday. I, I, ran, uh, I ran the gauntlet. And yeah, Chris ran the gauntlet. I only did Survivor yeah, Series and NXT. <laughs> NXT night, I'm wearing my shirt. My wife is wearing her shirt. And I think one of the persons wearing their shirt with all of us trying to meet him. We get there, we see him. And we they, weren't we wearing him. our shirts because we just met Finn Balor. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't wearing their shirts yet because they didn't like the podcast. So uh, we oh. see the guy, like, <laughs> we see the guy, we see the guy down below on the floor. We see him like, okay, we've got to meet him, but he's on the other side of the screen. We're not going to be able to meet him. We're not going to be able to see him. I, I, and I was like, crap, this isn't going to happen. So, show ends. I'm talking to friends that I know in Houston as you know people are, wash, are walking out, and I'm in the bar area of the Toyota Center. I look up because I'm talking to another friend. I look up and I see him walk by. And I'm like, and I'm like, dude, sorry, I got to go. And I take off running toward <laughs> him, and I catch him. I said, I said, dude, I was, I was like, dude, can I get a picture? And he's like, okay, sure. And uh, I was like, dude, I got you on my shirt. You're like a mystery that people want to know about. And he looks at my shirt. He goes, that's supposed to be me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's you. And, he, and uh, uh, one of his friends is like, dude, we got, Simon, we got to go. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, hi, my name's Simon. I'm like, cool. And then he take, then he walks out. Then he walks oh, out. Now, see, this didn't blossom a friendship. Now, that's my part. As soon as he <laughs> walks out the door, there's another part. So Chris, why don't part. you pick up where that left off? Yeah. So the wife and I were we were um, we were outside of the bar area trying to meet up with Aaron. We didn't know he had just met him, and so like we're just walking towards that area, no. and he comes walking past us. No, you skipped some part. I did. Because remember, we were sitting, and I've sat front row before at Toyota Center, and I said, "He's right there. He's going to come up this way." Oh, because yeah. I've had to do that before. I was like, if we go around this way, we'll catch him. I married a stalker. So, yeah, she knew where to go. Because <laughs> I'm sat ringside. Yeah, she, she knew where to go. So we <laughs> walked around, and he comes strolling out. And for as long as we've been making these jokes, as long as we've been keeping tabs on this dude, because I guess we're all stalkers at this point, I was kind of I was a little starstruck for no reason. I was just like, oh! We were like, oh, my God. God. Yeah, and like, so he came out. <laughs> And I was like, dude, like, can I get a picture? So we took pictures and everything. 
And I didn't know what to do with myself, so I just fell on the floor and laid on the floor of the Toyota Center. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I finally met him. I was like, I don't know what else to do with my life. It's like a celebrity. It and was. So, oh, oh, it gets better. So, as he's walking out, my wife is coming back from the bathroom. <laughs> oh, and man. she meets him outside. And he goes, oh, I saw a guy with that shirt. She goes, yeah, my husband did it. Oh, that was your husband. I met your husband. So, within the same <laughs> night... Unbelievable. All of us met half of the half of our group met him. And our group was called Front Row Negative. That was just the name of the group, it was just Front Row Negative. <laughs> um, but half the group met him that night, which was hilarious. It was awesome. unbelievable, yeah. man. And so uh with that we thought the name was really cool. And uh it wasn't until uh, I think maybe 2018, like, like like right before um right before uh Infinity War came out. I thought, uh, I was like, hey, maybe we should start doing something with the name. Like, what's something that we could do with the name? Uh, Bacon had a project that she was working with at school that she needed to do a podcast. And me and Chris recorded, I think, three really bad episodes uh, of a a test podcast for Bacon's Bacon's school project. And we kind of, we quit for a while. We we, we stopped, we quit. Um, But since then, I've always had, I've, I've been guests spots on all these other podcasts like for uh nerd foo uh through bam and a few other ones i'm like i I've, i'm getting that itch back to do this again i want to do it again he was carrying the torch man every time i every time i listen to those podcasts like and hey, we got Aaron garcia from and, the i'm no, like wait, <laughs> a minute, wait what that and, first episode i edited it and i put the audio from the video of you meeting him in that episode remember uh, that's yeah. what you did yeah that's right yeah. oh that's fantastic and so uh in, like in, leaps in there because you were cussing a storm because you were freaking out. But uh, I, met, I met my leader. Uh, we we uh, <laughs> I know Chris would ask me every so often, "Hey, let's do the podcast again. Let's do the podcast." I'm like, "Well, I need to figure out." And it was really came under me. I was like, "I need I need to figure out time. I need to figure out when we can do it." Because for me, time is not a luxury. I don't have a right. Time is there, man. It's all family. So, uh, after much pressure and much, you know, like, Hey, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm not getting any younger. So let's pick it back up. And we've been doing it this year since, uh, and it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's definitely been a lot of fun to, to do it. And yeah, it, it, we went from having like a group of like, Oh man, like what, eight, eight or nine people in our group, mm-hmm. uh, to a lot of core members and a lot of, uh, inner circle people who are a part of it. Um, and we're just known as the front row negative, but for marketing part of it and for a, a, a business stand of it, um, it's a podcast or a, and, and YouTube channel, podcast and YouTube channel. It's that, a way yeah, of I checked out it. your YouTube channel to, I wanted to just kind of see what's going on, man. I didn't get, maybe I didn't get deep enough into it, but <laughs> yeah. Ponchos, yeah. The, there's a Poncho's video on there. Uh, w- 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 with a disclaimer warning too just, oh, just throw it out there <laughs> uh, but uh that's how like that's how we came about it was it went from a wrestling joke that as friends do when they get together mm-hmm. to pretty much a brand for the podcast uh, and it only took 28 episodes for you did. guys to announce this to yeah. the world yeah technically one <laughs> well, we're not. We're 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 nothing if not a giving podcast. We're we're here for you. We're not here for we're us. We're here for the people. We're here for That's the right. people. Yeah, I but, get that. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's 
I mean, when people hear the name, they're like, oh, that's a really cool name. I've been told that it's a really cool name. I'm like, well, you like the name? Don't listen to the podcast. You'll, you will, that will tarnish, <laughs> that will tarnish your thoughts. But no, we have fun doing it. But no, we have fun doing it. It's, we, we've had a lot of fun. So, oh, that's ooh, great, yeah. man. Uh, that's, that's the, the origin of Front Row Negative of FRN. It is uh, a great name, man. You is. should be proud. Uh, I am. And well, now that, too. and now that, now that T public, no, now that red bubble is uh, making hats, I am very proud. So nice. yeah. Yeah. Chris oh. red bubble has now started making hats. So we can well, here's, here's the hats. problem. Uh, I have a fat dome. Are there any flex fit available on there? I don't, I haven't checked. Probably not. I think it's all buckle. Hat. I think it's all buckle. Those sons of bitches. Yeah. Gotta don't get worry. yourself some snaps, brother. I can't, man. Like, I'm, uh, this camera doesn't do any, my, any justice. I have a fat head. Like, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's hard. It's hard to keep all the awesome. So it's, it's just, it's okay. it's okay. <laughs> that's, there it is. That, that, yeah, the awesome. That, yeah, that's, exactly. that's where it's at. All the talent, all that drawing talent. Exactly, man. I keep all this imagination somewhere. But, but hey, but yeah, that's, that's the origin. And yeah, we have, we have the store and everything like that. And now that, you know, we, we, we can do hats. And right now, all they have are just buckles, no snaps. But that might happen. Sweet. Maybe. Nice. Maybe. But but yeah. So as we're going down this memory lane, and we've talked <laughs> about our origin, we talked about secondary heroes' origin. I think it's time to jump into our brackets, our final brackets. <gasps> right. That's what all 14 of you came here for. Pretty much. Pretty much. To see who will walk out the Halloween Madness 2021 champion. And we're down to our final four. We uh, we have. Let me just get the dates correct. 1954's Creature from the Black Lagoon. 2007's Trick or Treat. We have. Wait, where is it at? 1988's Child's Play. And we have 1982's The Thing. All classics. In their own right, all, all controversial all, too, man. All apparently favorites in their own right too. So what what we're gonna do is that we'll start with one battle, and we'll do our three vote. You know, we we'll each vote for who we think should win. You can take here. up to two minutes, up to two to three minutes, to pitch why you're voting for this one, and why everybody else should vote for it. And then we'll go from there. It is a two out of three voting contest. And uh, let the battle begin. I do have questions first. Okay. What's your question? I'm I'm very interested. So what are the stipulations here? Is it just straight like horror or best? Is this like Halloween movie? Like it is a popularity contest. I am (laughs) no shame in just saying that. Popularity contest. it, it It is what you think is the better movie. It's up to you. It is why you think A movie is better than B movie. Hmm. It's it is your choice, your de- your decision, and you can give a reason why you're picking that movie, why you're doing that. Okay. So you don't have your co-host here to dog on the movie. You don't have your co-host <laughs> here to to be casual horror fans that probably stream their movies from pirate sites to hate on a classic. <laughs> So shady up in y'all. Uh, hey, I'm throwing salt bombs. I don't care. <laughs> so the first one up 
the first battle up. And and uh, Alexander, you will get the first vote. My it is creature from the Black Lagoon versus Trick or Treat. So I get two minutes to make my case make your of case. why I think one is better than the other. Yes, because we're we're in the final four, and we okay. got to stretch this out for time. So, <laughs> hey, no worries, man. Hey, I have a podcast too, so I can talk. Um, so out of these two, to be honest with you, I my vote is really leaning on Trick or Treat, mm-hmm. just for the fact that. It it, ha- it holds a little bit more relevance today. Like yes. Creature from the Black Lagoon, it's almost like it's, which I'm kind of surprised that it's in the final four, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, out of the Universal <clears throat> monster movies, yes. this is the lesser of all of them. Like you always hear Dracula. You yep. always hear Frankenstein's monster. Like these yep. are there. It is a part of like the big Universal monsters, but it's not like the one that everybody mm-hmm. talks about. That's fair. Um, <clears throat> that Trick fair. or treat is is a thing all on its own. It took werewolves. It took vampires. It took everything from everywhere. Zombies. Every. I mean. It took everything that you love about a horror movie and just threw it all into one mashup. And it was just fun. And Sam alone, yep. I I love Sam. I think Sam is adorable with and without that mask on. <laughs> and he's yeah. deadly. He is a deadly little kid, man. He's wild. But the thing that I like about Sam the most, and we actually just had a trick or treat episode. Oh, yeah. I heard. Where I I, yeah, where I had to defend this. Sam is, how do I put this? He is the spirit of Halloween. He's making sure that the spirit of Halloween stays intact and stays relevant. Like, yeah, we, we go out and we drink and have fun and stuff like that for Halloween and have a good time, but there's always rules and Sam keeps you to those rules. He is the spirit of Halloween. And I only really watch horror movies during October and Halloween-y spooky season. Mm -hmm. My vote, Trick or Treat. Now, I have to ask, do you know the connection between Trick or Treat and Krampus? It was uh, the director, correct? No. The same director? Same director. They are linked universes. Really? If you have the Trick or Treat DVD or Blu-ray... Check out the deleted scenes. Really? Yes. <laughs> it's interesting. Yes. Uh, no, I mean, if you had not the trick or treat DVD or Blu-ray, the Krampus DVD or Blu-ray. Okay. Okay. Check out the check out the deleted scenes. You will see the link. Uh, originally, one of the one of the original endings for Krampus was whenever you're in, was whenever the ending shot was in Krampus's workshop, Sam was supposed to be standing in the corner. <gasps> oh, that's cool. And they got oh, mixed. Yeah. They got nixed because they didn't want it to be, you know, basically Sam's movie. This becomes now Sam's movie. So interesting because that almost turns it in that having these shared universes almost Mm -hmm. makes movies more fun now. I mean, look, if you look at, look at DC, look at Marvel. Yeah. Shared universes, people eat it up. They do. They love crossovers. People love crossovers. If I'm going to, they do. Yeah. Dude, they did it on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. They had, that uh, new girl or whatever in Brooklyn Nine Nine, and they made a whole joke about crossover. I love them. I think they're great. 
I mean, yeah. shoot, Ready Player One. We spoke for God knows <laughs> yeah. how long about Ready Player One, and that whole Easter movie eggs. is just a giant crossover. Just Easter eggs out the out everywhere. In that Very movie. true. I've Very watched true. that movie at least four times, and I can't count all the Easter eggs in Ready Player One. No. There's too many. No, there's too many. There's too many. And you're right about the you're right about the crossover thing. I don't know how many times I've heard people ask about who's stronger, Superman or Goku, or wouldn't it be cool if you could draw this character as this character or something like that? I think the idea has always fascinated people. Absolutely. And so the MCU stuff in particular has really taken that and just made it a science, man. Like, so the idea that Sam would have been tied in with Krampus more, like, tied in more with it, would have yeah, been great. Would have been awesome. Yeah. I probably would have watched Krampus. You haven't seen <laughs> Krampus? I, no. Oh, man. Oh, it's good. It's PG 13. So oh, it's man. not bad. Okay. But uh, it's a different type of horror movie. Then, if you're expecting more trick or treat, you're going to be disappointed. Gotcha. But if you take it in as more of Even a family styled horror movie, it's really good. It's still really good. Gotcha. Now, the cool thing about like Krampus and Trick or Treat is not too long. I think it was 2019. Mm-hmm. I went to Halloween Horror Nights with some of yes. the like. Corgi Commander, Cheesmo, Ricky, and uh, some of the secondary hero guys. We went to uh, Halloween Horror Nights, and they had a trick or treat mm-hmm. haunted house, and they had Krampus running around the entire park. Yeah, that's cool. So it was really neat being put in these movies, and it—that's the one thing that I love about Halloween Horror Nights is they they build these sets like you're in the movie, like they yeah, did. I want to go and so I, bad. I hate the fact that you guys don't have killer clowns going farther, but killer clowns <laughs> was one of my favorite haunted houses. Just, just because it was fun. It wasn't scary. Yeah. It was just fun. No, and I, love I, I love killer clowns. I have the, I have the steel book somewhere. Um, I love killer clowns. Yeah, I've, I've got, got yeah, I've got all the pops. I've got the deep, the Blu-ray, dude. I oh, love well, it. Oh hell, look, look right behind me. I mean, yeah, dude, that's awesome. I got a shorty. Is that shorty? Got, <laughs> shorty. Is that, is that the pop vinyl? No, it's the little statue. It's a little mini statue. Oh, okay, okay. shorty, the killer clown. Um, but yeah, I, I love Killer Clowns. I have the steel book. Um, it was just put in a bad spot. It was up against Creep Show. And yeah. sadly, what are supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, really, I mean, who could argue that, man? I mean, it's well, that's uh... that's the thing. They had, the same year they had Killer Clowns, they had Creep Show at Halloween Horror Nights. Like, yeah. Oh my god. So it, like it's, it's a, it yeah, continues. obviously Creep Show is gonna be scarier, mm-hmm. but I think the campiness and the uh, you know what. That's your first round. Why am I trying to yeah, advocate it's, it's for fine. something that's already out? My <laughs> vote is trick or treat, people. <laughs> All right, Chris, what's your vote? Creature from the Black Lagoon or trick or treat? Man, see, I was I was kind of dreading this episode because I know <laughs> I know I made a lot of. Uh, points for all the you know I, I had a lot of bullet points for all the, the choices i made yep um a lot of it was based off of per, i mean and rightfully so your personal opinions about what you grew up with and what uh-huh. you like what you don't like um through the 40 year old spectrum like from a man who's older now and, and looks at things differently mm-hmm. um you brought up a good point about sam being like the uh the the flag the flag bearer of all things Halloween mm-hmm. because if you look at if you go back and really watch the movie he's not a psychotic killer clown or a killer little guy he's like bitch do it right or I will f- your world up and he fucked that dude's world up I mean simple as that like what's his well, face had it coming Brian yeah. whatever. Brian Cox Brian Cox had it coming you know what I mean yeah. we didn't know that obviously until later but still like yeah you know 
And I think that's really in that. And well, hold on, wait a second. Why did he kill the chick in the, front, the the very beginning of the movie? What did she do wrong? I forget. She blew out the candle, and she announced out loud that she hates Halloween. Yeah, that's she right. That's rules. what it was. You're right. Rules. You're right. I okay. mean, the rule you on Halloween night you do not blow out your candles. So remember that, people, or you're gonna get sammed. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I was thinking, like, because I haven't. Admittedly, I haven't watched it this year. This is that's one of the movies I watched like on Halloween night. Okay. You know what I mean. Okay. Like that is a Halloween night movie. You know? <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I, my initial thought was like, she didn't go upstairs and watch porn with her husband. And Sam's like, oh no, you didn't. And like went ahead and was like, you go up there and you watch that smut with your husband and you give him a little support. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Um. But then again, Creature of the Black Lagoon, if I remember correctly, kind of like the protector of his environment. He wasn't necessarily yes. a monster. He was sought after. He was, you know, it was the Frankenstein syndrome. He just wanted to have his own thing. So we right? Shrek. Yeah. That's actually a good, a pretty good analogy. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. Okay, so, there we go. Hey, Shrek almost won one of our con- our brackets <laughs> way back in the day. We had a bra- bracket of the best sequels and Shrek almost won because for some reason there's something about it that's actually really works. So I don't oh, know. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, so that's what makes it difficult for me because I'm supposed to pick which one, but looking at it through that perspective, they're neither one of them really monsters. That, that's weird, right? That's right. That's why I'm surprised that they made it this far. Oh God. <laughs> I'm going to make this decision based off of this one idea that I just said. Uh, I love the creature with the back lagoon. I am uh, a full supporter. I have steel books of all the original films, mm-hmm. but I don't watch creature on Halloween night. Fair assessment. I don't. There's Fair literally assessment. like four movies I watch on Halloween night and it is not on the list. So I'm going to have to go trick or trick or treat, man. I all mean, right. I, I feel like I've done something wrong, but then again, I feel like I've done everything right. So it's, it's a weird <laughs> place to be. Hey, that's, that's, that's perfectly fine. So do you guys mind if, yeah, do you guys mind if I put on a pause? Because I'm very interested in what you guys do watch on Halloween. Yeah. yeah. I oh. feel like I'm derailing the conversation, but I'm very no, interested. No. no. Uh, for me, honestly, uh, being that I'm 40 years old, I don't really watch anything new. It's literally outside. Trick or Treat is the newest movie I watch on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's literally that. <clears throat> Halloween. Uh, Friday the 13th, part four. And uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Awesome. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. No, because I mean, they're all it's all slasher stuff. It's all yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, those, I mean, those last two picks are kind of. I would have never picked those for Halloween night. Really? Yeah, well, oh, I mean, there's nothing bad about that. It's just I would have never thought of those to watch specifically for Halloween night. So it's I just, it, it just it gets it has that mood for me, man. Like it just yeah, it's, it's all, all it's, things it's scary. You know, personal it's personal appreciation, and that. Interesting choices. Interesting choices. So I cannot. Hmm. That's kind of blown my mind a little bit. It's kind of blown I mean, my what mind. about you? What about you? Uh, me? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, like everybody else, I- I'll watch one of the Halloween movies. One of them. Uh, they're usually random just because it's the name. Halloween. Uh, I do watch Trick or Treat because, yes. I mean, that is a great movie. Uh. I watch, but because I've got kids, I have to start with something soft. So, Ernest Scared Stupid is usually the first one to go on. Yeah, dude. Unsung hero. 
Ernest here. Stupid. So underrated. I mean, that monster, the monster alone in that movie is legitimately scary. Yeah. Especially going for back kids. To your, like, going back to your love for Killer Clowns, that was the same guys that did the Killer Clown well, designs. Did yeah. the, the, suits, those. the suits from Killer Clowns are in Ernest Scared Stupid. Mm-hmm. So you'll I haven't see watched it in so long. Oh my God, I gotta watch it again. So, now. I mean, you'll see Shorty, you'll see Slim in Ernest Scared Stupid remake Whoa. it. Whoa! Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm gonna put that on my list this year. We're watching so, it. Ernest Scared Do Stupid, it. which is then followed by Trick or Treat, which is then usually followed by one of the Halloween movies, uh, just because those those are always fun. And then one of the, the last ones I watch is just because it's such a random but fun uh, Halloween themed movie. is called It's a movie called Satan's Little Helper, which is actually in our bracket system, um, but it's just a fun, different slasher movie. Uh, it's different, but it's really good. Uh, okay. So, and if I can, if I could squeeze in a fifth movie, sometimes I've I've kind of been able to do that here or there. This year, I'm gonna there's a movie called Candy Corn that came out last year uh, huh. that I'm that I want to add to my rotation, and that's that was a lot of fun too. I've seen that yet. Hmm. And it, it's it should be on Shutter or it's on Netflix. I forget. Okay. Nice. Sweet. But but those are my picks. So oh, so I, cool. so Alexander, what are your picks? Uh, killer clowns obviously is going to be, so I, I actually, funny thing is like, um, we always have a Halloween party at our house and one Mm -hmm. of my neighbors came over and I had killer clowns on again. I always have killer clowns on. (laughs) Usually when I'm, when we have parties, I'll have killer clowns on in October, only in October though. All that goes away after October. Anyways. So I had a neighbor who comes over and says, God, Alex, do you watch anything else? And I'm like, no, it's Halloween time. It's killer clown season, baby. So killer clowns, uh, Uh Halloween scream. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. We watch the movies that, that my wife can watch. Oh, (laughs) and for some reason, scream and Halloween. Mm -hmm. She's totally okay with. Huh? Okay. Um, so my wife is also a ninny. Yeah, so yeah. we watch mainly Halloween and Scream. Killer Clowns, mainly for me. Uh, Trick or Treat is another one that yeah. I told my wife I'm putting on our list. We're doing this every Halloween. <laughs> We're having this movie on. It's. I said, Stace, it's not particularly scary. It's it, it, not not even, there's no jump scares or anything like that. So it's not like you got to be on the edge of your seat or anything. But yeah. Still, like it's something that's just fun to have on during Halloween season. So that movie is the spirit of Halloween, much like Sam is the protector of it. Man, I really feel like it goes back to those those old EC comics and things we've talked about before in previous episodes. It just has that creep showy, like, yeah, it's yes. just that vibe. It's it has that vibe, man. You can follow it. Yeah, but there's a few others that I would like to add to the list. I mean, I would like to watch. Um, Oh God! Night of the Living Dead. That would be a fun one to watch during that Halloween. Oh, yeah. The original. I want the original, like black and white. Which, by the way, that is my first scary movie I ever saw, which tortured me. <laughs> it was one of the first for me too. Yeah, that it was that, and then so I went over to my neighbor's house. It was that and Poltergeist. Oh and God! Poltergeist <laughs> screwed me <sighs> up. Yeah. So so yeah, those were my two and. I we actually did a review of the new Poltergeist on one of Ooh, last I, year for uh, Halloween. I feel it sorry was, for that one. Oh, that was a bad. 
It's oh, man, that, that and it had Sam Rockwell. Bad. Like, come yeah. on. Like, Sam Rockwell's so good, and it still didn't save that movie. Yeah, it's bad. Anyways, <laughs> those are my picks for Halloween. Okay. And I'm you know, going to mention the Hocus Pocus, honestly. Oh, my God. Oh, Hocus yeah, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. Yeah. Yeah, Every Hocus year. Pocus. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys yeah. watched Muppets uh, Haunted Mansion. Not yet. Uh, not dude, yet. if I, I can, have not yet, I can't pick up my laptop to show you, but you see this Madame Leota behind me. Yes, <laughs> she. Uh, I, that is from Box Lunch. The we we were getting we were in with the manager of a local Box Lunch, and they gave that to me. That's awesome. Uh, and I've got I, I went to Spirit of Halloween and got the Haunted Mansion. Uh, I can't show it, but I got the Haunted Mansion street lamp thing that we donated some money yes. and got that. Oh, I got a table cool, runner man. from my wedding. My wedding was a Disney-themed wedding. All of, all of the all of the tables were based off of what uh, Disney movies or Disney attractions. That's fantastic. That's I had a Haunted Mansion table. We went online and ordered this long-ass table runner of the wallpaper from the ride. So I've got this from ceiling to floor awesome. wallpaper-looking table runner. It's a thing. It's a thing for me. Hey, I proposed to my wife at uh, Disney, so yeah. Oh, gee. I'm, I'm, you yeah. know, Chris did too. Yeah. Chris did too. I'm a I'm a Disney guy too, man. Yeah. I love Disney. Oh, okay, so Chris the, did I, too. I guess and, you don't know uh, the story. Aaron is so salty. <laughs> yeah, he's so salty, and for the, and for fair enough reason. Okay, God, we're gonna go along on this. Look, so. This, we're not gonna get to my pick. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm so sorry. sorry. I derailed this podcast. It's hard. okay. It's That's okay. our format. Our format is a crazy train. Look, yeah. what I did, I wanted to propose to my wife at the meet and greet for Mary Poppins because in Disney World, in Disney World, at, at Epcot in Disney World because yes. that's one of her favorite characters. She loves that, and I thought it would be really cool. But um, I had the ring. My mom slipped it to me, you know, while we we're at Epcot because my mom and dad were there too. But when we got over to the meet and greet, it was already done. I was like, "Well, shit." And, uh, okay, great. Wow, we 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 wet, we lagged behind too long. We missed my opportunity. And so uh, I look on the app or whatever, and I asked, "Like, what's the next meet and greet for Belle?" Because my mom was with me. And my mom loves Beauty and the Beast or whatever. I was like, "That's my next option because that's the next country over." Perfect, perfect. So I have to drag my girlfriend at the time behind me. Like, hey, we gotta we gotta make this meet and greet. We gotta make this meet and greet. In the midst of all that, Aaron and his his family are also on vacation in Disney at the same time. Oh my we're god. We're not necessarily wow. we're not necessarily tethered together as as not to, you know, uh lord over anyone's vacation or anything like that. But being that everything went to, to crap, I, w- I was gonna call Aaron, but then like, oh, the meet and greet is done. Cause I figured there'd been a line and everything, I would have had time to get over there. It all fell apart. And we're the, in the same aspect. park. Like, what he forgets the mission is that we're in the wow. same park. We're at Epcot. We're at Epcot. And so I told my mom, I text her, I'm like, meet us over here at this meet and greet, yada, yada. Everything happens. My nephew's got my phone, so we're on Facebook Live. In the midst of being so nervous to be to do one of the things in my life that is a major, you know, event in your life, I forgot to let Aaron know this was happening. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I know end up ever <laughs> hearing the end of it no, but won't. that's okay uh it was the worst part for aaron which he will tell you is that one of the people in our frn group that was not in florida at all still back in houston still back in houston knew about the knew about the um the uh engagement, engagement. before he did from facebook live oh my god and he was two countries away we were in the 
France Pavilion, and they were in the Morocco Pavilion. Is that right? I think Morocco. I think. Yeah. And so, Unreal. yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> in one aspect, I got the love of my life. In the other aspect, I hurt one of my best friend's feelings, <laughs> which imagine my surprise he had any, but it happened. <laughs> I don't. Not anymore. He Not killed anymore. those feelings that day. <laughs> He's mad I didn't uh, propose to him, apparently. No. I am. Um, I am. Oh, God. <laughs> but no, so that was kind of like the story. Yeah. You know, oh, that's there, great. So. That's a way better story than mine. It was the hottest day of the year out in California, and I got Oof. down on one knee, and I could hear my knee sizzling like a piece of bacon on the asphalt. Oh, I was no. like, yeah, I'm not going to stay down here very long. You're like, yes or no, what do you got? You know? say yes. Hurry, 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 hurry. This opportunity's going to pass. I can't wait uh, for this. But you know what opportunity's not going to pass? My vote. Trick Let's or treat. Let's do this! Ah, oh, sweet that shit. Here's the reason why. Here's the reason why Creature from Black Lagoon is probably one of the most iconic universal monsters outside of Dracula and Frankenstein's monster and Bride. We, those are like the top four. Those are the top four ones, it, well, including Wolfman, too. I'm Wolfman. Not gonna, I was about to say, I'm like, uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna exclude Wolfman. Um, but the creature is very much like the Shrek or like the Beauty and the Beast part of it, to where he's in his own environment, humans come in to investigate fossils found of him to find more fossils of his species. They invade his territory. He's just defending his land. He's just defending his area. Sam, on the other hand, is basically the watcher of Halloween. He's the Utu, the watcher of Halloween. He's watching. He's observing. He's making sure that you follow by the rules. And if you get out of line, he will snap you back into place, usually by death. <laughs> Just get online, it's gonna break your legs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Forget about it. So he handled Sam handles his business either by observing or by force. With both of these, again, I gotta go trick-or-treat just because I am a big fan of Sam. I've met the actor who played Sam oh, as a wow. little boy. Very cool. uh, just I've always been a fan of that design. That that design of Sam is just so well done that it makes the movie and the fact that for me, the movie is well done with the wrap of the storylines, the intertwinability, all of that. It makes sense. Now to other podcasters out there who do not like this movie because they like to poke holes and things that do not exist. Maybe because they're inebriated when watching this film or maybe because they just hate fun things. Uh, it is just a great movie and I will defend this movie now, even though I didn't probably didn't do it last time when I was up against other movies. Uh, but yeah, Trigger Treat, just because it's just a overall fun movie. And that makes it into the final round. Dude, it is like <clears throat> how they have those stop motion Christmas movies. Like, yes, you know, they play <clears throat> Christmas story all day. For Christmas, like the thing, the same thing oh, yeah. should happen with Trick or Treat. Oh my god, that is a great it idea. Should. I mean, it really, should. all day long. Uh, okay. I mean, even the the practical effects for this movie alone is are just so well done. Mm -hmm. and, Absolutely. I mean, for a movie that was that was for a movie that was put on the shelf for three years because the studio was afraid that Saw would kill it at the box office, and come to find out that Trick or Treat merchandise alone has already overstepped the saw franchise is oh, yeah. insane 
that that is just insane. Well, and you're talking one movie compared to six or seven at this no, point. No, no, they're up to ten. What? They're up to oh ten. Wait, God. no, nine. I'm sorry, nine. They're up to nine. That's Spir- that's how much Spiral, I care about. Saw. Spiral was number nine. Wow. So, yeah, one movie versus a franchise, and one is doing better merch wise than anything. When you go to Spirit Halloween, you see trick or treat stuff. You don't see saw stuff. No, no. when you go to Target. Yeah, you see trick or treat. When you go to yeah. Walmart, you see trick or treat. That These, ultimate I mean, Sam, dude. Yeah, the fact that like you can go into a toy aisle for little kids and find <laughs> a figurine of Sam, yes. like that, and that's year round. That's not yeah. just during Halloween. You're not yeah. seeing Billy the puppet everywhere. No. <clears throat> I mean, that <sighs> trick think- or treat is. I feel like Trick or Treat is going to be one of those cult classics that last forever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Saul is a flash in the pan. It was I the it's torture porn. Yeah, that's all yeah. that is. That it, I, I get that it like the very first movie. I'll hey, good job. That was actually really good. Second yeah. movie a little lesser but good. The rest garbage. The first three I thought were well, yeah. were well done with a good detective story. Yes. After that, it just became so crazy and Batman-like with the twists and the turns. Oh, all the, the grasping straws and trying to tie in people to over old that yeah. didn't mean shit in the previous movies. You're like, what? Why is he okay? Sure, right. Yeah, like whatever. yeah, it was very Batman prep time esque with the rest yeah. of the movies. That became ridiculous, ridiculous. Well, yeah. And it turned into how can we up the ante with these <clears throat> kills? Yeah. yeah. And the kills got for myself almost too graphic to where i'm like this isn't enjoyable yeah 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 at some point jigsaw crossed the line from like teaching you a lesson to just like i'm just gonna kill people for whatever the hell reason yeah that's fun pretty much (laughs) so trigger treats in a final round so next treat needs a sequel next it does hey hey uh michael doherty says that he gets asked all the time for a trick-or-treat too quinn lord the guy who played sam gets asked about trick-or-treat too all these people who are part of it get asked about Trick or Treat 2. Even Anna Paquin gets asked constantly about Trick or Treat 2. As they put it, it's up to the studio. It's not up to them. It's up to the studio to put That's, the money in. Dude, there is no reason. There's no yep. good excuse. There's enough streaming platforms. Somebody will put it out. I'm, Somebody will invest. I'm are surpri- you kidding me? I'm, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised that Netflix hasn't fronted money for a totally. Trick or Treat 2. They greenlight literally everything. Or yeah. Shudder hasn't done that because Shudder Shutter funded the show TV yeah. series. The Shudder funded that. And that's doing well. So oh, God. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself yeah. mad just thinking about it. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so next battle up, Chris, you're gonna get the first vote on this one. Oh no we have the original child's play versus the probably one of the best remakes ever made, the thing. Oh, this isn't the original of the thing. No, well, no, 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 like, no. This is the John Carpenter thing. Okay, okay, okay. That was, a, that was a uh, remake of yeah, that was a remake. from another planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you're like, wait a minute, what the hell uh, happened here? Yeah. No. John I mean, Carpenter's The Thing yeah. is a remake. That that one is okay. a remake. So You're talking about the OG, the triple OG. The triple as OG far remake. as everyone else yeah. is concerned, yeah. yeah. Um, man. <clears throat> Okay, so two, two again. I'm of two minds, uh, two thought, two minds on the subject. I, I feared this 
episode because I knew I'm going to have to cut the nuts of two <laughs> movies I love. Yep. And it's not fair. And it's not right. Actually, you have, you have to do that three times. You have to do that oh, three times. Right, man. God damn it. Well, and, and you know what, dude? This, yeah. I'm also not a believer in participation trophies. Either you <laughs> win or you lose. Yeah. This is how we learn. This is how we grow. Okay. Um, Child's Play was the movie that haunted my dreams as a child and screwed me up. Mm-hmm. It took Toy Story to get me out of it. And that yeah. was, what, 95, 96? Yeah, 95, I think. I think it was 95, yeah. And Child's Play was, what, 92? Or something like that? Child's Play was... I gotta find the... 88. 88. Was it really 88? Oh, God. Okay, so there was, like, this window of time in my life where I was, like, still playing with toys, but I didn't trust any of them shits. I didn't trust none of them. (laughs) Because I never Uh knew. In the middle of all that, I started learning about Puppet Master from my cousin. My cousin's like, have you seen Puppet oh, Master? I don't know what that is. Oh, and wow. That was a whole nother, like, I mean, there's like toys and then, you know, made yeah. for TV movies about dolls coming to life and killing people. I'm like, it was a whole yeah. thing. It screwed me up. It, did, I, did I talk about me putting my legs up when I sleep? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We talked about that uh, two episodes ago. Yeah. Whenever, whenever we had clay on. Whenever we had clay on. Yeah. Okay. That was that in Gremlins was a, a double banger. What that did to me, that those two movies made me want to sleep with my legs Indian style. Yes, he talked about that <laughs> because I didn't want any Gremlins or killer toys chopping off my toes and shit like that. <laughs> I didn't trust them. Yeah, couldn't trust them. So that you know, we sit here as grown men and laugh about it, but mm-hmm. as a child. Your parents are on the other side of that. Yeah, your parents are clearing a room on the other side of the house. You're hearing everything that goes bump in the house that's on blocks and everything moves and the house settles. Yep. You know, one of your toys in your toy box that makes noise when the button gets hit, like shifts and that bitch goes off. You're like, no, dude, no way. I can't do this. So, yeah, that one is a strong one. Okay. Now, I saw and appreciated the thing as mm-hmm. a teenager. So, we're. I'm like, I'm at two points in my life on both of them where I was either a kid or I was barely coming into my love for all things horror. Uh, the thing I look at it back now as what it was, was a, a master's class of practical horror and storytelling. I've always been a firm believer that the things that scare me are the things I don't see. Yeah. Which I know it sounds strange when I'm talking about the thing because you see all kinds of grotesque shit in the way of practical effects. But what you the the the, the driving force behind the movie is that at the very end we we have no clue what's really going to happen here. Nope. At the time, you didn't know if that thing got killed or not. You didn't know if these two were about to kill each other because they don't know if they killed the fucking monster or not. That's true. That's a mind fuck, right? Yep. So even now you're like, man, if I were in McCready's shoes. Sorry, bro. Boom, you're gone. Like, you're gonna have to answer for all this shit if you're either one of them. Like when the you know when the authorities come out and everybody's dead and everything's exploded and all this shit, somebody's gotta pay the piper, right? Yep. So what are you gonna do? Plead your case? <laughs> what you know? Why, why should we? <laughs> yeah. Why should we believe that you didn't kill all these men? I have nothing for you that you will listen to if I told you. You wouldn't care. He's like, sir, we're. We're here to hear all all facets of no. If I tell you there was a fucking super monster alien eating people's arms off and had legs growing out and it's turning dogs 
It, there's no way. There's no way. Mm-hmm. So that is a mind fuck. As a as a teenager, and even even till now, when I still think about that movie, it still messes my head. So I'm very torn. I know the point is, I'm dragging this out to make a longer episode. <laughs> I know that I'm I'm long winded, and I don't yeah. want to make this decision because I don't want to betray. <sighs> Honestly, I don't think anybody will be offended. I'm telling you, you see my <laughs> point, right? I, I wanted yeah. to make a strong case for both. So when one goes to the gallows, we know it, it fought valiantly. Yes. But it had to go. Um, the grown-up Chris and me is going to have to go with the thing. The thing is the more cerebral film. The thing is the more... Uh, mm-hmm. um, it's the more... on the. There's more shit on the line. Like more, it's The more human aspect of the movie is the more fearful part of the movie because... Yeah. I was a kid and put my kid my 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 feet in what's his face's shoes. Uh, what was the kid's name? Andy. Andy. Yeah. You know, which is funny because Andy was the kid who owned the toys in Toy Story. Yep. Coincidence, I think not. But the point is, <laughs> I'm not fearful of Chucky. I think Chucky's funny as shit now. But like, if I'm putting myself in that position, man, I wouldn't want to be out in that fucking, you know, uh, Siberian or whatever the hell they were snow outpost and antarctica outpost antarctica. yeah yeah it's just awful awful yes real fear so that's what that's going to be the thing for me you're gonna be the thing all right yeah all right i will take the second vote uh i i there are a lot of things you said that i agree with a lot of things you said but. the thing was very <laughs> psychological with the decision making it's the thing movie the whole movie is based on trust who do you trust and it becomes uh kind of cliched tactic with a lot of movies and TV shows. The walking dead is a big example of one sure. where leaders have to have trust from their followers and decisions and disagreements, usually the battle and people getting, you know, killed uh, to prove a point or to take over leadership. Child's play is the movie to where the kid is terrorized by something that he should not be terrorized about and nobody believes them nobody believes the kid at all they just think he's making stuff up to get out of being in trouble which yep. eventually comes back to bite you know everybody that <laughs> taking guess them in the ass of course so you have the trust of your teammates and crew at a job site versus the trust of a little boy and his mom and his single working mom so special effects the thing takes over child's play i'm not even going to try to diffuse that it's you can't soundtrack the thing has carpenter's soundtrack all over it child's play doesn't really have a soundtrack it's got an opening thing of children laughing and all that but the thing has a better musical score and soundtrack it's just something that happens rewatchability i have rewatched the thing more times than i've done child's play with that being said, though, I am loving the new Child's Play TV show, the Chucky TV show. That thing is amazing. It is great, well-written. Same people who wrote the original Child's Play are handling this TV show, which is still really good. But this is about the movie, not about the TV show. The Thing and Child's Play both are marketing merch giants. You cannot go anywhere. Spencer's, Hot Topic, Target, Walmart, 
without seeing anything for Child's Play or Chucky or some or lately the thing with the McCready figure. And what announced the other night through NECA, the Thing Monster oh, Alien figures coming out soon as well. Child's Play. <laughs> Child's Play has had so many life-size Chucky dolls come out over the last two decades that it's insane. You've got t-shirts, you've got hats, you've got good guy dolls, you've got good guy lunchboxes, you got everything for Chucky. The Thing had an impossible-to-play board game from Mondo that, oh. yeah, I spent way too much on that, and we didn't even get to play that one. We, we tried playing it and it didn't happen. Oh, it's tough. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was very tough. PSG reporting. Uh, with this vote, uh, this is a hard one just because of both franchises. But I have to go with the thing with on this one. I have to go. I have to go with the thing just because of. It's just such a good movie. It's so well done. You're in the Arctic. There's ice everywhere. The ba- if you have a good bass system for your stereo when you're watching movies and you pump that bass up, you hear the boom, 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 boom mm-hmm. of the soundtrack that enhances the the paranoia of the film that it that it delivers. Uh, and not taking anything away from Child's Play or Chucky, that movie is still a great origin movie. But when it comes to the thing. There's a reason why people hold that one as Carpenter's best or one of his best, just because of how it, it was done. And the all-star cast, uh, Kurt Russell, Keith David, uh, the Quaker oatmeal guy from Cocoon. Quaker uh, oatmeal, diabetes. <laughs> diabetes, eat shit and diabetes. You've got, oh. you know, all those actors in that movie that are just amazing. So, yeah, my pick is the thing. Yeah, it's just such a good movie uh, that that's that's my choice so alexander what's your pick nice wow guys <laughs> here's the thing i'm <laughs> extremely surprised that child's play is this far yeah you've got child's play beating out so many incredible movies yeah and we're here in the final four and we're talking child's play yeah which is blowing my mind i uh, personally i i remember watching child's play as a kid and i thought it was scary Mm -hmm. to an extent the thing is not something that i'll ever show my kid until she's ready (laughs) like child's play is a movie it's child's play. Do you want me to go Da-da? over what, what the movie beat out? What child's play beat out? Yes, please. Actually, I would love to know. Okay. So <laughs> for it's first victim child's play beat out reanimator. Oh, then, okay. That makes sense. Okay. Then it beat out Hellraiser. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can get behind that. Okay. Then this is where, this is where it was surprising. It beat out evil dead Two. Ooh. But okay, man. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I you don't have to explain. That's a whole yeah. other podcast. You've already. No, that's, explained that's, a whole, that's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> then it beat out The Shining. Okay. Yeah, my guys would definitely have a problem with that. <laughs> well, let them. Let them have a problem with that. No, and I'm okay with that. Here, <laughs> here's the thing. Chucky to me is not a scary villain. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Th- 
let's not even look at Chucky as a villain. Let's look at the two movies together. Yeah. The thing is just, and you, you just explained it very well. The thing is just all around from start to finish a better film. Mm -hmm. Like you could take the horror bits out and it's still a better film. Like child's play has campiness. It's fun. Yeah. It's goofy. Like that's the way I look at child's play is that it's a goofy movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Not the goofy movie, which is also I was fantastic. About to say, <laughs> to the That's the first oh, thing that's popped in my head. Was like, we oh, were just watching. Yeah. We were listening, coming back from buying dinner from like gold, the golden chick. Yeah, and we were just singing eye to eye. So she's like, "Screw it!" She put it on the uh, on the Spotify. We're jamming eye to eye on the way back home, and then she puts on Goofy Movie on Disney Plus, and here we are talking about Goofy Movie. I feel like I need to watch Goofy Movie. Yeah, yeah. it's it's just out there. New Halloween movie, goofy movie. There you go, fans. It's for it you. stands out if you <laughs> No, uh, but actually, did you see the video of the guy dressed up like Powerline and he's on stage with girls and they're doing the entire like, it's impressive, concert? Yeah. So yeah. good. He, it, he it, it was like a, a gorilla concert. Yeah, like I wish. Yeah. Uh, don't get me. St- okay, look, man. Sorry. Yeah, I got you started on something. <laughs> I, I'm just, side note, like yeah, we're yeah, going yeah. back, we're taking, we're taking my grandmother in January. Because we're going to take her for Christmas. This is going to be her Christmas gift. We're going to go for a weekend because she's never been. She's 80 years old. Right? Wow. Yeah. She's never been. She wants to go. And we're going to take her to Epcot and we're going to take her to Magic Kingdom. But I plan on bringing two things for sure in my backpack. My iPad. Okay. And my digital wireless speaker. And uh, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if, I, if I feel a vibe, I'm opening up Spotify. <clears throat> and I'm going to play power line because there is a severe unjust complete and total lack of goofy movie and power line in particular this man knows what he's saying people he knows what he's saying you follow this it yes. is criminal it is you look for as all for all the little dance i'm sorry we are getting way off topic yeah here, we are but getting i off have topic. to voice yeah. my opinion on this for all the things that disney puts out in their parks from the Disney Renaissance, all the princesses and all these things, there is a torchbearer of Disney Renaissance that is the Goofy movie. Mm-hmm. You have Tevin Campbell who wrote went way harder for this than he ever had to for this movie and put out two fucking bangers for 1994 or whatever the hell it was. I can't remember the exact year. Those movies still hit those those songs still hit hard today. Yeah, Tevin Campbell, I dare to say isn't doing much nowadays we have disney plus you pay tevin campbell you get him out of retirement and you get a costume made you have him singing on stage with powerline with the girls doing the dance having the big lady up in the bowl in the in the big you know electrical ball it pops and she does <laughs> all that shit. dude it would be amazing and if i knew that was happening i would plan accordingly i would take out a home improvement loan so I could pay for my flight and hotel. I am going. I will be there live when it happens because it's maybe, coming. Maybe it's he coming. could team up with uh, Partners in Crime since they're not doing anything either. Man, I'm, look, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, T U R T L E Power. Oh, oh dude, yeah, dude. 
<laughs> I could I have... go on about about Goofy movie as well. I mean, just the, oh. it, the the fact that it's so deep and the fact that it's a father son situation. Like this is yes. this is something that yeah. you don't see. Well, I mean, I guess you do see a bit of it, but not not a ton anymore. And no, the no. way that they make it wholesome and still very fun and cool, and they end up in the end, yeah, they're they turn into buddies, like like you want to be with your dad. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it, yeah, it's it's, it's a cool film. man. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, a very. It is, and that's the thing. Is, the film was, but yeah, you're absolutely right. The film is very itself. underrated. Yeah. Yes. yes. So what your vote, Alexander. Sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. Let's I'll get back to thing. it. <laughs> yes. So, so we're back on Child's Play and the thing. And my God, did you just throw me off? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, um, but the thing, the practical effects. Again, I'm I'm gonna get back into it. The practical effects on the thing are far superior than child's play. I think we already know what my vote's going for. I'm going to be yeah. going for the thing. I, there's scenes in child's play where it literally looks like someone put pants on their fingers and just did this across the floor <laughs> to make it look like a puppet was running. There was, there's not, I don't know. Like I said, child's play to me is a goofy film. The thing is cinema. It is yes. a film. Like, it this is. is something that you want to go to a movie theater and watch. You want to, like you said, Aaron, you want to feel the base. You want to be surrounded by what's in this. Yes. Yeah. Child's Play is something you can throw on and just kind of go, oh, oh, there he goes again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so here I, I, I'm i saying it now, man, the thing. I, honestly, if the thing doesn't win at all, I'd be surprised. Well, we're in our final final round oh we're doing it now we're doing it now but but first wow. let's see what the thing left in its in its wake as it destroyed the competition because oh my god oh man it, it killed some because the thing was in our remakes bracket it Let's was in the remake it. section yeah the thing destroyed cabin fever remake wow yeah then it took out the evil dead remake then it took out the maniac remake then it took out the Fly remake, which people love the Fly. Jeff Goldblum broke a lot of hearts. Then it went up against Child's oh, Play, took out God. Child's Play, and now it's in the final two. Trick or Treat. Fly too, man. Wow. Let's see what Trick or Treat took out. Trick or Treat took out Lake Placid in our wild card section. <laughs> no, then, it took, Placid, come on. then it took out As the Gods Will, which is baseline for Squid Games. I'm just saying Squid Games is uh, influenced by As a God's Will. I'm not going to lie. Uh, then Trigger Treat took out its sister, Krampus. I mean, and it took it out, to. it then to. it took out Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, which people consider a huge underrated movie slasher mockumentary. Then it came up against the creature from the Black Lagoon and slew that. Sent it back to the depths of the Cretaceous period. And is now a part of our final two. Trick or treat versus the thing. I've got to say, were there honorable mentions in this list? Because I'm missing it. Pennywise and it. I mean, that. It chapter one was put into the remake section. Okay, so okay. there's 16 selections per bracket. I put in 20 per bracket. And I did, I did one of those randomizers. Oh, and okay, okay, cool. It picked 16 out of the 20. It Chapter 1 was in the remake section. So was a slew of other movies. Yeah. So 
whatever is not being used for this bracket, or maybe not win this bracket, will be added to next year. Woo! So we'll have a bracket next year. <laughs> I hope I'm back for the next year. We, we, we can have you back. We can definitely have you back. <laughs> so, with that being said, this is the final vote. This is the oh, final man. vote. So we have the thing versus trick or treat, and surround sound for this. Yeah, I'm starting off this one. Oh. Uh, and this is difficult because we have old school movie making practical effects with the thing versus new school practical effects with trick or treat. Both use the same style of practicality to make these movies. Both are marketing giants. Both have tons of merch. Both are regarded as, you know, cult classics. It's difficult. <laughs> it, it is difficult because I love the thing, but then I also pick, love trick or treat. Pick your favorite child, Aaron. Come on. It's fine. Pick my favorite child. Yeah. Uh, Gwen's asleep. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm just joking. I'm just, yeah, she's my favorite. No, um, <laughs> I've, uh, I'm like, I've, I've got it written down and I'm looking at them too, man. <laughs> I'm with you. I've got to go trick or treat on this one. I have to vote for trick or treat. I, I, while I love the thing, I love the thing. I do. When I watch trick or treat, I notice more stuff in the background because Michael Dottery always puts Easter eggs and other hidden gems in his movies. And you look for them in the background constantly. For example, Krampus. You will see Bates Motel. You will see the Psycho House. You will see other things toward the end of the film whenever you're in Krampus's workshop. There's all these hidden Easter eggs back there. So, and, and you watch Godzilla King of the Monsters. Tons of Easter eggs in that movie. Tons. If you're not a Godzilla fan. Uh, or, I mean, if you're a Godzilla fan, you'll see tons of Easter eggs. So, trick or treat, when I watch it, I'm still looking for those Easter eggs. I'm still looking for those hidden gems. The thing, when I'm watching it, I'm watching it because I want to watch the thing. But Trick or Treat still just the winner for me. That I just enjoy watching Trick or Treat. I'm like glued to it. With the thing, while I'm watching it, I'm usually having that play in the background while I'm doing other stuff. And that's not me dissing the movie. It's just me, what has my attention more to detail. And I've got to go with Trick or Treat. So that's my vote. All right, Alexander, you're next. Oh, thank God. I thought I was like, please don't, <laughs> please don't ask me because I, I like to, I like to think that you guys are going to sweep it for me and I can just follow suit and not be responsible for any of this. <laughs> uh oh, this is going to be interesting, man. He's thinking now. I'm thinking. About <laughs> oh, if we okay, this is what we got to look at here. I, I at least this is how I'm looking at it. Okay, film wise, the thing is a better film. I yeah, a trick or treat is fun. You've got Easter eggs and stuff like that. The thing, you don't have Easter eggs. You don't need Easter eggs. That's that's pretty cool right there. Mm -hmm. uh, practical effects on both sides. I lean more on the thing. Mm -hmm. I Here's the thing. Oh, God, man. This is a tough one because I really do love both these movies. They're really yeah. good movies. Rewatchability definitely goes to Trick or Treat. I could watch mm -hmm. Trick or Treat, at, like I said, every October. I'm putting that on. The yeah. thing, not so much. The now, 
what might put the thing over the top for me? Mm-hmm. The hair. The hair? The hair. The hair. Russell's hair. Kurt Russell's <laughs> hair. <laughs> I was going through my mental Rolodex of like standout images. I'm like, the hair Dude. on the spider head? What are we talking about? Kurt <laughs> Russell's hair is flawless in that movie. If I had that hair, but then again, Kurt Russell has always had flawless hair. You've seen him in the Santa Claus. Anyways, yeah. so <laughs> I was trying. That, that, that I was thinking look, man, that could be goat, a good huh? joke, but I, I'm still. <laughs> if I'm looking at these two as strictly movies, I'm going for the thing. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to be the tiebreaker there, but so the th- my vote's on the thing because it is a Ooh. better movie. I, I will be watching trick or treat more, but the thing is a better again film. Uh, you rat bastard. Hey, this <laughs> is what people tune in for. They tune in for this type of stuff. They do. You're the you tiebreaker. Know, I, I, I'm going to quote myself. I did say earlier that controversy creates cash, much like yeah. our friend Eric Bischoff said back in the day, and it holds even truer still today. Yes. Man, you know, I, w- I would like to think that if you ask Michael Doherty himself, like, what is the better film? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And not that he would say it for being humble or anything like that, but I, I think he would just put his common sense cap on. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. it, it's just, man, this sucks. Okay. Um, did I do this on purpose? I think you did, <laughs> sir. I think you did because you have no. Yeah. I mean, you're not. Gonna, what are you losing exactly? Nothing. You have I want Lorian. your show to be entertaining. <laughs> yes, yes. You, you are. Uh, you're bringing the heat. He wants us to get um, 16 listeners next time. Hey, you Man. gained one right here, friends. You gained one <laughs> That's right fantastic. here. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. I, God bless. Okay. Trick or Treat is a modern classic horror film. It has, in the short time that it's been out, compared to the <clears> thing anyway, yeah. has, uh, in many ways, to your point, from a marketing standpoint, is a, is a juggernaut compared to the thing. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, we just got that McCready figure. You're talking about the McCready NECA figure? Yeah. When was the last Thing figure before that? That was Movie Maniacs, the Thing Movie Maniacs line. Right. And that was, what, 2001 or something oh, like that? Oh, jeez. No, that was, yeah, that was 2001, 2002. Yeah. And so from that aspect, you know, Trick or Treat blows them out of the water. I mean, and, and it's, there's something to be said for cute. And I know we haven't, no, no one's mentioned the fact that Sam is cute. Oh, I did. That, He's adorable. Well, did you say? Did you say it on the record or off I the did, record? I did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. That's something He's we adorable, really dude. Too much. <laughs> you know, you look at pop vinyls and shit like that. Uh, society loves cute. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you, <laughs> depending on how you look at Sam, if you look at him from the modern, uh, you know, lens, you're like, yeah, that's a cute little guy. But if you look at if Sam was in a movie back in 1980, what was it? 80. Two when thing came out. Eighty-eight. Like Eighty-eight. Was it really that long? Wait, 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 hold on. Let me check. Uh, eighty-two. No, you're right. Eighty-two. Okay. Like, if Sam would have been in a movie back then, he would have been grotesquely horrifying to yep. people. Well, Sam, Sam back in the eighties was Pumpkinhead. <laughs> but Pumpkin do you remember Pumpkinhead? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Of course. 
That was Sam in the 80s. Uh, you can't argue that. I can't dispute that one bit. Um, you know, it's it, it's hard to say, man. And I'm 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 so glad I'm in this uh, position right now. Um, for me, it's going to come down to rewatchability. Oh no, I I have something I could throw in there though, but I don't. <laughs> I feel like it's your turn. I should just be quiet. Listen, off. listen. Whatever de- whatever decision I make, you have a flag to throw down. Should you decide to throw it, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's true. Um, and it comes down to personal bias, man. Like I will always fuck. I hate this. I <laughs> will always watch Trick or Treat. I will. I will always watch Trick or Treat. I don't always throw in the thing because one is scary one is fun one is cerebral one is mindless you know what i mean and, mm-hmm. and that's not saying that's not taking anything away from trick-or-treat mindless is so much as you don't have to think about this movie you know what's coming you know what i mean yep. everything is finite there's no unanswered questions i mean you really could pick it apart and make it some unanswered questions but i really don't think there's any loose ends and trick-or-treat as long as I as far as I can remember that's where I would throw in my flag my flag comes in with trick-or-treat on the fact that there is zero backstory on Sam who is Sam why is Sam there why does he care why is he who he is why was he looking exactly the same way 30 years before whenever the bus was going over the edge why is he who is Sam Sam is Sam is the American name that shortened for the holiday Sawway, which is spelled Samhain, but it's pronounced Sawway. And the idiot savant girl even says all that. Yep. But if you if you're not <laughs> if you're watching it in a brainless mm-hmm. fashion, you're not thinking that way. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That's true. That's true. But does yeah. Sam need that much explaining? Uh, you know. I would love to have a back. So I wish the movie was a little bit more about Sam because there, I want to know. Yeah, there are comp. There are uh, there's a graphic novel for Trick or Treat that ex- that explains a little bit more. Okay, and there's also a graphic novel for Krampus too. They came out on the same time to help explain more of the backstory, uh, which I very much do suggest to people to read if you can find them. They are. I have it. I've read it. And it hard to find now. Sense. Inexpensive. I got mine yeah. regular. <laughs> now it's like a hundred dollars. It's ridiculous. Oh, I picked up. I picked up my trick or treat up at uh, Barnes and Nobles before they closed, before they shut down. Oh shit! Yeah, it, that thing is low print run and it is pricey. Yes. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you could. I'm not saying you could find it in other ways as far as internet's concerned. I'm just saying like it's out there. Yeah. So, um, so Chris, your vote, man. <laughs> Oof! Yeah. Damn it! You get just one, one more point to off make. Or? One more point to make. My personal opinion is mm-hmm. there have been other slashers slash movie monsters and other things in this in this ilk that yes. have been ruined by a backstory. Also, yep. If you take away the mystery, it's no longer that scary. Okay, then is the thing ruined by the backstory from its comic books? I haven't read them, so I don't know. I've, I've read a few of them. I've read a few of them. It gives the ending after the movie with Kurt Russell and Keith David, what happens afterwards, and you will not like that. Is canon? 
to Je- to John Carpenter's checkbook? Yes. To his checking account? <laughs> to his checking account? Man, yes. The almighty dollar ruins everything, and I hate it. Does. it. No, it does. um, get into I'm, crypto, I'm, man. Don't worry about dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got a bunch of dope NFTs. You know, like no, oh, God, no, absolutely <clears throat> not. I'm gonna have to say trick or treat, man. Trick or treat. Ripped the bandaid wow. off. Whoa! It takes it. Trick or treat. Yeah. Takes it. It is. Our, I, I'm. I'm a shill. I'm a shill for. It is our for, first champion. It is unreal. our first champion. Real. This is amazing. You know, your co-hosts are going to hate this episode. No, no they, won't. <laughs> they actually don't listen to podcasts. So oh, that makes it even better for us. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so you asked about what were, like, what were some of the uh, close calls that may, that would have been into this bracket system? And uh, I have a list of some of the ones that I that I kept off to the side of when I was doing the brackets. So here's some of the names that were going to be put in the various parts of this bracket. It was in here. That one was in here. So was Christine, another uh, oh, uh, Stephen King. Stephen King, uh, Pumpkinhead was going to be in here. Nice. Hey. Tremors was going to be in here. Another fun one. Yeah, Chud, the movie Chud. <laughs> I know that one. Uh, you have heard of that Whoa. one? No. A young oh, yeah. Daniel Stern is in that movie, and so is the fault. Fa- no, wait. Yeah, Daniel Stern's in that movie. Very young Daniel Stern with a fro <laughs> and everything. Uh, the stuff was going to be in here. Uh, that's the killer yogurt. Alien was going to be in this one. Oh my god! That's another one that could have went far. I think that yeah. would have probably gone far. Yeah. Not the demons. Yeah. Not the demons. Angela's party and everything was going to be in this one, and also from dust till dawn. Wow! So you guys actually had like Night of the Living Dead, and I had Return of the Living Dead in here, and that okay. didn't get picked. And Return because, of the Living Dead is my favorite. That's like my number one. Yeah. Is Return. So that didn't make it in here due to a randomizer. Wild. So yeah, and the only reason why I say Night of the Living Dead is <clears throat> one of those ones because, and that's why I was kind of surprised by the list as or by the final four as well is because mm-hmm. I think of certain movies like for instance Halloween and Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Without Halloween. You don't get a Friday the 13th. You don't yeah. get um, Chucky. You don't get these movies without Halloween. You yeah. don't get Walking Dead without Night of the Living Dead. You don't get a million other movies without yeah. Night of the Living Dead. You know, well, that's, and that's why I was just curious about that one. In the remake section, Night of the Living Dead, the remake, was in the remake part. That one mm, was in there. Okay. Uh, we did have Rob Zombie's Halloween in the, in the remake section. Which uh, gets beat up all the time. And I thought that, that was actually a really well done film. No, here, here's the thing. Uh, and I'll explain this out because a lot of people. I'm not saying it should have won. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. No. Rob Zombie's Halloween Part 1, people like. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, people hate. Gotcha. Because the, he, he, he shoehorned in a character that was killed off in the first movie because he's married to that person. And she was shoehorned into that movie. And people hate that. People hate that. So we had a Halloween. Night of the Living Dead was in there as for the remake, but it just didn't get picked. Uh, I was going to put the original Halloween in the wildcard section, but I wanted to save it for a later time because you can't put everything popular into one bracket. You have to kind of save some stuff. Uh, 
the the original Night of the Living Dead will be saved for next year. Uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street will be saved for next year. Yeah, there's so, a lot of stuff that would have been shoe and stuff that it would, it would, this whole bracket would have been turned on its ear. But I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, the only Texas Chainsaw Massacre in here was the remake, and that went to uh, the final four for that bracket. Nice. So, you know, it's awesome. There are, there are some that just could not be, be put in there yet. Oh, of course. Yeah. We, have, we have to say, yeah. we have to save some stuff. Of course. Totally get it. So, yeah, man, this is cool, <laughs> dude. I enjoyed. Thank you so much for having me. Come on. This was a lot of fun. Oh, thanks yeah, for man. being on. Yeah, thanks for putting up with us. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for being <laughs> Actually, on. thanks for putting up with me. I'm the one who's loudmouth who keeps interrupting and derailing the combo. That, nah, that's our man. whole podcast. That's okay. our that's whole podcast. That is our platform. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty much the platform. Uh, so with now now this done, we have our champion for this year. So until next year, we'll trick or treat the champion. All I'm going to have to watch it again now. Yeah, you have to watch it. Yeah, Three man. times in one month? That's ridiculous. <laughs> You're, you're, you're slipping. You're, yeah. you're falling behind. So as so so like now we're, we're hitting our two hour mark. We've we've already passed that. Uh, what do you want to plug, man? I mean, you're the guest. Plug away your show. Do your plugs. All of that. This is time for you to. Where can they find you? Where can they find the show? All awesome. that good stuff. Yeah. So uh, if you want to follow me over on Instagram or Twitter, Instagram, I'm Alexander underscore Wolfgang. It's pretty much a lot of Delorean photos delorean <laughs> photos and my baby photos so a lot of that stuff one um, and my, the same yeah, pretty much uh my twitter is delorean wolfgang and in wolfgang you'd leave out the a because there was too many characters i guess i don't know why i did that but delorean wolfgang over there on twitter and that's a lot of fun because that's more delorean stuff buck stuff just anything and everything that's on my mind i do that if you want to follow any of the secondary heroes we are pretty much the secondary heroes everywhere or not the second i'm sorry just secondary heroes at <laughs> secondary heroes sorry know the yeah yeah it's like that facebook movie where he goes where justin timberlake says get rid of the just facebook <laughs> yeah so we're secondary heroes everywhere <laughs> um uh funny enough we actually did record our own bracket for halloween but it's more on the lines of like villains and stuff like that not so much films like you guys mm -hmm. did uh yeah. which will be coming out i believe on the same day as this one Woo! Um, oh. so all right. another ah, don't worry another once you finish this episode go listen to our episode it's all good <laughs> um but yeah you can check me out i'm secondary heroes everywhere all that good stuff oh and we got a youtube channel so you can see our pretty faces while we're on there and one of my lines that i like to say every episode is all of it, and I'm sure you guys feel the same way. All of this stuff is free for the it listeners. Is. We do all of this for free. We we're not getting paid for any of this, unless nope. you guys are, and you need to tell me the secret. No, hey, um, <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even get any of the coffee that Dwayne was supposed to send over. Oh yeah, that whole coffee thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I backed out of that real quick. No, I'm broke as a joke, man. This is not actually a room. This is a, a refrigerator box outside of a Denny's. So oh, there you <laughs> go, man. But yeah, like I always say, this is all free for you, and it's priceless to us. Because the yes. fact that you listen to our jibber jabber on goofy stuff like this, we went into a goofy conversation, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Disney conversation. Oh, yes. Disney so conversation. There, there you go. That's me. 
<laughs> yeah, if they made it this far, they're a devotee. You know what I mean? Yeah, I well, hope so, man. I mean, if they made it this far, give themselves a pat on the back. You know, give yourself a standing ovation for lasting this long. Uh, this said, this isn't our longest episode, but we're getting close to it. So, uh, with that being said, I, I, here's the plug for for Cross the Streams. Us, our show, as well as Secondary Heroes, is all part of the Cross the Streams network. We're all there with a whole bunch of other shows. Uh, besides Secondary Hero, there is now the Dorksman because it's no longer four Dorksmen. It is the Dorksman. You have three beers in a mic, three beers in the MCU, beer appetite. CrossTheStreamsMedia.com. We have all of our links up there, all of our contact information, as well as links to our stores <laughs> where you can buy our merch. We have a brand new glitch FRN T-shirt that apparently a few people have bought. Uh, and if you listen to last week's episode, uh, Patrick, his co-host Rob, has bought two of our shirts and two of our stickers. So thank so, you, Rob, thank for doing you. that. And we'll and don't be mad at me. We'll have you on our show one day. Don't give me the silent treatment anymore. So, with that being said, <laughs> we are front row negative. Always, you know, unfollow, never unfriend. And thanks for listening. I am Aaron. I'm Chris. And again, thank you, uh, DeLorean Wolfgang, for being on this episode. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and we took over an hour for our final four, <laughs> which oh was gosh. great. Which was we great. had a lot to talk about. We, we did. It's true, hey, man. There was hey, a lot movies. to say. We had to break this down scientifically. We had to break this down scientifically to find a true champion. And Trick or Treat is that. Despite what anybody else says, it is that for now. For this year, it is the champion. Next year, boom. Who knows? Who knows what the cards hold next year? But until so, next year, don't blow that candle out. Do not blow that candle out. As long as you're a virgin. Or not a virgin. <laughs> Sanish and Sisters. Or no, it's like uh, the candle. It's like the candle. Candle. Oh, I like the candle. black candle. I fail as you're a Disney fan. I fail as a Disney We need another co- we need another co-host. Uh Zachary! Zachary <laughs> Oh man. I need to watch that movie too. I need to watch it apparently. Oh man. It. So Thank thanks for listening, and until next time. Fuck ponchos. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.